This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I had no money, no wife, no kids, and I really wanted to start a taco stand. That was Hollywood native Kevin McCarney reflecting on his start in the chain restaurant industry in a 2009 interview with the LA Times. McCarney, who once worked such specifically Hollywood jobs as doorman at Grauman's Chinese Theater and tour guide at Universal Studios, was inspired to pursue his dream of taqueria ownership by his numerous visits to Baja, California, a peninsular state in Mexico that borders the U.S. to the north and the Pacific Ocean to the west. Baja, California, whose name translates to Lower California, has been among the biggest influences on the cuisine of the U.S. state of California, granting the Bear Republic dishes like the Caesar salad and cocktails like the margarita, as well as an array of seafood tacos, tostadas, and ceviches. During his regular south-of-the-border vacays, McCarney frequented a taco shop in San Felipe called La Bonita, where he developed a taste for their shrimp tacos, and he even claims he gave the kitchen the idea to serve the taco without breading, an anecdote that reeks of self-mythologizing. But whether true or embellished, McCarney achieved his restaurant ownership goal in 1984, opening his first eatery in a strip mall in L.A.'s Studio City neighborhood. Among his initial offerings was a version of La Bonita's unbreaded shrimp taco, an item that remains on the menu today. And while his recipes may have mostly been imported from south of the border, McCartney does deserve some credit for expanding the parameters of Mexican food to non-Hispanic Angelinos, many of whose previous encounters with the cuisine consisted of cheese enchiladas and hard-shell tacos. McCartney even went so far as to design his own tortilla press so tortillas could be made fresh in each of his restaurants, an invention for which he holds the patent. Today, his chain, whose name translates to a little bit more, is an L.A. institution with 11 locations in the City of Angels, including one located on the Warner Brothers studio lot, a symbol of its popularity with Hollywood power lunchers. And McCartney himself now has money, a wife, and kids, perhaps all because he started that taco stand. This week on Doughboys, Boquito Mas. <laughs> Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Donkey Kong wearing Diddy Kong's clothes, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. My clothes are tight like that? Are you saying because you got like the baseball hat? Oh, the baseball hat. Yeah, you kind of you kind of have a Diddy Kong vibe. That was courtesy of Forest Bowling. If you have a roast you like me to use on, on uh, Mitch at the top of the show, roastspoonman at gmail.com, as always. I've said address. this too much, and, and it's an embarrassing thing to talk about, but Jack... Allison and Evan Susser helped me when I made a character reel for SNL at one yes. point last year, and I played Don Kong. Did you ever see this? I do remember Don Kong. This was the real guy who Donkey Kong was, was based, based off, off of. Yeah, and, it was a and funny, I, funny and bit. I, I was shirtless, and I wore a, a red tie. Yeah. So I have I have dressed up as Donkey Kong before, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and required no, no uh, wardrobe except for a red tie to pull it off. It's so weird that to think now at SNL, they could have had, for a couple seasons now, they could have a Don Kong character. He could have been recurring. Uh, it would be Wayne's World a, level, I they think. They could have had a movie out, a Don <laughs> Kong movie. Well... They're lost. They're, yeah, they're lost. Big mistake. Nick, how are you? 
I'm doing okay. The first episode of 2019. We're recording oh. this in 2018. This is the Doughboys has had a little bit of a hiatus. So mm. to our listeners who are out the, without the boys for a couple of weeks, yeah. uh, thanks for hanging with us. They uh, probably are very mad if I had to guess. You're very mad. We've uh, By this point, this episode is coming out January 10th. By this point, we've gotten a lot of uh, enraged comments on mm. Reddit and on our Twitter. Uh, but that's okay. That's, uh, that's, that's part of the tariff. Nick, the how was your New Year's and Christmas, I want to guess? Uh, stayed at home. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, Did you I see know. family? No. <laughs> I was were, you, were, seeing... you, were you visited by three spirits or no? Uh, no, three, no. I'm saying like Scrooge. Like Jacob Marley? Yes. Oh, wait, Scrooge gets visited by the spirits. Yeah, Jacob Marley doesn't get visited Jacob by Jacob Marley's the good guy in that. Yes. Is he behind no, that? No, Jacob Marley is his partner who's dead. Wait, what? Marley is his pa- partner who's dead. Who's the like? Who's oh, like fucked up kid? I'm dad? the uneducated one now, huh? Who's the kid who's got like the limp? Who's his dad? That's a uh, that's a uh, that's Tiny Tim, and and then uh, his dad is oh shit! Wait, is that Jacob? Bob Cratchit? Bob Cratchit. I was okay, right. That's what it is. Tiny Tim Cratchit. Also, I referred to a kid with a disability as a fucked up kid. That was probably <laughs> that was inappropriate. I apologize. He just has a limp. For he God just has sakes. a limp. That's fine. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Muppet Christmas Carol. Hanford I've always never said seen that. It. Hanford always said that I remind him of the Ghost of Christmas Present. So mm. if you you've never seen it, it's not going to make sense to you. But check it out sometime, Nick. Is it this, this next is, Christmas? This is a like a big monstrous Muppet, like a big hairy monster of a Muppet. <laughs> you know, is that what it is? You asshole. Yeah, it's a big. And I, I gladly talk about it on here. No, Hanford's <laughs> nice to me. Wait, hold on. I'm going to look this up. Ghost of Christmas Present. Because also there's Muppets a... Muppets fu- Christmas Carol, Ghost of Christmas Present. It's also, too, has anyone ever had... Because, like, that, a Christmas present is a thing. So, I mean, that's like... You could have some fun with oh, that. Oh, man. You should go... I wish there was a time machine so you could tell Dickens that. <laughs> shoot himself I mean, in the head. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on. The Ghost of Christmas... Oh, wait. I just looked it up without Muppets. Yeah, so, I'm you just fool. getting a bunch of generic... Uh, oh, this guy. Yeah. He looks like one of the... Uh, he looks like one of the crew from The Hobbit. He's like a big bearded guy with big rosy cheeks. Yeah, He's got he, looks a little like, crown. he looks like Barrel Hobbit. Right. Yeah. In many ways, he, he looks like one of the guys who'd be riding down that river, those rapids in a barrel, and then he'd bust out with an axe and uh, fuck up some orcs. Nick, we've talked about. First of all, I should get to my intro. <laughs> to Spoon Nation, I'm embarrassed uh, for the guest to see it. You always. always are. I know. No, there's some people I'm like, who gives a shit about in front of this person? I don't care. There's, so you're saying there's some guests, some of our guests you don't respect. Yeah, there's some guests on here I don't respect okay. at all. <laughs> I think it's insulting to a lot of people. Oh, okay. But they, they you're, you're assuming that people will they'll think, oh, he's not talking about me. Yeah, no. You know how insecure people are. Everyone, every one of our guests who hear, is hearing this thinks you're talking about them. Psst, it's koalic. <laughs> okay. It was, yeah, of course. Koalic. Uh, koalic knows I say stuff like this about him on the show. Here's a little drop, Nick. Uh, I was going to ask you about, because we, we've talked about the barrel ride being a, a ride. It should be a ride. It should be a ride. That's fun. The barrel chase from Hobbit 2, one of the best sequences of the 2010s. It should be a ride. Nick, this year... It's a Nin- no-brainer. Nintendo Land is being built not far from my house right now. Are you excited about Nintendo Land? Is there a ride that you want to ride there? <sighs> Boy, I'm a little... I mean... It's it's I'm excited, but I'm trying to remain. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm trying to remain grounded uh-huh. because I don't want my expectations to get too high. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because like everyone's talking about this Mario Kart ride, like it's gonna be it's a game a changer. game changer. Yeah. Yes, but what if it's just like a good ride? I don't yeah. want to be disappointed by that. If it's a satisfying Mario Kart ride, I want to be able to go there and enjoy it on its own terms. Mm. So I'm not trying to. 
I, I just don't want to get so hyped for something and then have it be like, oh, well, this is just like Star Tours, but it's Mario, but it's still fun. You know what I mean? Is there a ride that you want to see that, that that hasn't been announced? Is there a certain thing that you want to, a Nintendogs ride or something? <laughs> no, I don't need a Nintendogs ride, the defunct <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> DS franchise. Um, you know what would be fun? Is uh, some sort of thing, some sort of Zelda sort of thing where you get to mm. ride Epona or oh, some sort of some cool. sort of horse thing uh, involved in the Zelda universe? Because mm. I feel like they have the horse riding mechanics down so well, and they're so fun. And if they could f- figure out a way to translate that to the physical world, that would be amazing. You know what I want from this place? Big harnesses. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ride this damn thing. That's what I want. <laughs> Look, if you're going to have a Mario Kart ride, it needs to accommodate a Wario-sized man. I've never... I, that Yes, I agree with that. I've never got kicked off a ride. We, I've talked about it on here. I finally yes. came clean. That the that the Harry Potter ride, I, I couldn't... I couldn't get in it. It, it, it. it didn't go down all the way. Right. And they were like, like uh, you're supposed to be overworking as Hagrid right now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Never, never in my life. Every other ride, I've never right. had an issue. This this one Harry Potter ride, it flips you all around. It should be built for Hagrid sized people. It absolutely should. I agree. If there's a character in that universe of a certain size, the ride should support that person. Hmm, <laughs> that's a strange thing. <laughs> I think it's fair. You got a Frankenstein ride; it should uh, support Frankenstein. <laughs> all right. Here's a little drop, Nick. Mitch, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Nick? Looking good, Mitch. You know, I'm going to work on it. I- I'm going to give you a better uh, Mitch. You've slimmed down quite a bit. You've been hitting the gym. That was, uh, that was very nice. Oh, it's thank you for nice saying that. People say they get butterflies, but butterflies are small feelings in their gut. And you give me, like, eagles. That was like a beautiful poetry, what you just said. <laughs> you never failed to uh, impress me. So I will take the compliment. Uh, nice to start the podcast in a little bit of positivity. And start the year on a little bit of positivity. That's very Nick. nice. What is that quote from in there? The butterflies thing. Does, Does anyone maybe, know that? Right? We're, our guest is shaking his head. Uh, our guest doesn't know. No one knows. I don't know. Emma? No. Are you good? No, all right. I'm going to Google it. You're going to Google? Thank I you. think it's from Not Doughboys, a triple X parody. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hi, Mitch. I made a drop where you and Nick are very nice to each other. I'm per- pretty sure everything came from the first episode of Doughboys. <laughs> it all went downhill from there, but that's why we love you. Best Sarah Hansen. At S M O R E A N, uh, did I say that right? Smor- oh God, S M O R E A N. Yeah, on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks, Sarah. Whoa, very cool. I don't know if she wanted me to read that, but Doughboys Do fans got it now. God bless. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. I think people sending in drops to your drop. What, give, give, the, give the drop email again. Uh, Spoonman drops at uh, gmail.com. I, I think- almost said AOL.com. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's your real email address. That's my real email address. Um, uh, which you actually use. That's not a bit. You actually have an AOL. Well, you know, address. use. <laughs> you, you have. It's I the have. way, in theory, to contact you via email. Um, yeah, I think people who send stuff in to, to spoonmandrops at gmail.com know the drill. They know you're just going to not pre screen it and read whatever they write verbatim. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're fine with it. Mitch, let's introduce our guest. Yes. We got a good one to start off the year. Mm-hmm. A writer and producer from Brooklyn Nine Nine, Parks and Rec, and Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Dan Gore is here. Hi, Dan. Hi. I said hi, weird. No, that was great. <laughs> you guys, I am such, I, I don't want to inundate the, the whole podcast with this, but I am such a super fan. It's incredible for me to be even in this, in Mitch's place. 
No, Man, you, that's uh, that's the first time I'm, that's ever been insane. said. I am breathing it all <laughs> in. Nice, but insane. It's it's exactly as I it's not quite exactly as I imagined it. It's even better. <laughs> your your view right now, you are literally staring at a blank white wall. The way we position our guests between did, the did, two did of us. Did say a very a very nice where he's like that that wall could use like a piece of art. I agree. <laughs> yeah, it it's a very should. just to cover the cracks. <laughs> it's a wall that like. When 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 they when they bring someone in and they what's what's it called oh god now my brain isn't working uh when they're interrogate them in, interrogation room thank you oh yeah that's yeah. like the type of wall that makes someone break and say that they were <laughs> right. part of the crime it's just a blank wall and I think that maybe we should put something up there for a guest I think it should be a picture of me mm. in a suit <laughs> you've already got a picture of you've already got a, a four shot of you that's on the wall in your apartment. I didn't put that up. To be fair, yeah, but you live alone and you choose to leave it up there. I think it's, I think it looks fucking it's, great. I think it's cool. It looks like a cool piece of pop art. I think it. You know what? I, for, I put that in first place, and then uh, David, the statue of David, second. <laughs> Dan, thank you for making time for us. Um, a lot to discuss. First up, you are from Maryland originally, but the, the DC area. Yeah. Uh, we gotta talk crabs. What are you a crab fan? <laughs> do we have to? Yes, we do. <laughs> Clearly, it's, it's kind of the signature. I feel like a, like a, you, you. What's what's the the state food? Uh, I think everyone thinks of Maryland having crabs. Yep, I think it, a, is, it is the state crustacean. Wow, of, there you go. I think of the Exorcist. Uh, even though is that that's is that DC? Is Wait, that yes? The Exorcist steps are DC. Okay, are yeah. DC. Okay, yeah. But I thought they had crabs in it when you said that. There is there is, is, is there, there a scene. Does, well, there's the she, there's a crab walk. She walks as a crab. Uh, she walks as a crab. Yeah, but that was in the director's cut. That wasn't in the original yeah. theatrical release. All right. Um, I I didn't have crabs a lot as a kid. I don't. I'm not exactly sure why. My yeah. parents. Mm. We had my parents when I was growing up wrote books on weight loss and lowering cholesterol. Whoa! Wow. So we had we had a, almost the exact same meal every single night. Yes. Which was baked chicken, brown rice. A wow. steamed vegetable, a soup, and a like a homemade bread. It was a lot of stuff. Wow. And then we would have a low fat dessert and so much of it. That's crazy right. for two for the t- to t- the time period that this was in. Is that's insane. My dad worked at NIH on that big. Do you remember when cholesterol? You guys are a little younger than I, but like when cholesterol became a big thing in I the mid eighties. I do 80s, remember that. Yeah, my, my the, the my dad had had high cholesterol and we that my entire life was skim milk yes and yeah. all that sort of stuff and being afraid of heart and he- egg heart whites health. yeah yes. a- yeah the, the egg was the enemy for for a few yeah. years in there he had he had egg beaters constantly he had the, mm. the little box of egg beaters my grandparents would have that powdered skim milk did you ever have that oh, oh yeah God. i mean it was really they right. were it was really disgusting my great my grandfather had his first heart attack this is like such a bummer but he lived for a long time mm. yeah but he had a heart attack at 35 wow and so That's they so young so young he had You're something like seven Dear God. Heart attacks. Yeah, real cautionary tale. <laughs> that's that's in the Mitch, there's heart disease in the Mitchell family, of course. There's everything that's wrong with us. But my dad was so concerned. My father got cancer eventually, but he mm-hmm. was, his whole life he was so concerned about heart health. That I was, wanted to say jokes on him, but I think that's like a really <laughs> horrible. You idiot, Dad. <laughs> Could have enjoyed something uh, fat. I'm sure that if he, I mean, he was a healthy guy. I'm right. sure. I'm sure that if he ate horribly it probably it probably would have killed him i I think his 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 dad died of a heart attack so i think that that was what it was and then his brother died of a heart attack at 36 at my age so yeah and then uh but he had rheumatic fever when he's younger and then my other uncle also died of a heart attack (laughs) well drugs 
Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, we all still heard that. Yeah. Why did I, mean, you I, mean, I don't know I mean, why you whispered. I should edit that out. Into a microphone. Some family members might be mad. But right. It was drugs. You said uh, it quieter, but you moved in closer. Yeah. You? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. I feel like that's a real bummer. No, but, not at all. Um, yeah. No. So they wrote a they wrote a book called Eater's Choice: A Food Lover's Guide to Cholesterol. Wow. Uh, and then and then people who were using that lost weight on it. So then they right. wrote uh, Choose to Lose which was a book, a weight loss book. So we also very rarely went to fast food places, mm-hmm. yeah. but there was one, uh, a place called Jerry's Sub Shop, which now I think is only in a few gas stations around okay. the DC area, but they had a fantastic steak and cheese. They had birch beer oh, man. instead of, they had like Fanta birch beer, which was great. Yeah, um, And th- we would go there. I feel like even 25 years ago, there were just fewer types of restaurants. Sure. Yeah. So we would go there or Chinese food, or there was like a prime rib place in town. Yeah, that's that's what you just heard right there. Is that that banging noise? Yeah, I'm not sure if that, if that ambient noise was picked up on the mic. That's that's my, the next door. That's the next outside. door apartment. When they go into their when they drive down below their thing, they they hit the metal like a metal oh. slab. Mm. It I hear it all the time. It is a loud, weird thing. But we I don't think we've ever got it during the podcast, which is insane. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah, all the street noise we've heard, we haven't heard that particular one. That was there's a lot me. of people usually yelling like, "Stop recording your podcast!" <laughs> <laughs> there's protests outside the door. Right. Uh, th- that's that's uh that's where where did you just leave off on that because uh uh the the uh on what you were just saying I'm sorry before. you get you were eating at gas stations so, we were, uh, yes. so they weren't they were at malls they were, now they're, they're only yeah, at gas stations they were gas great stations. I really oh, thought they were great right. I was gonna say we 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 talk about this a lot just in Massachusetts for me in in growing up in the 80s. Chinese food was kind of like the the one, the one food that was not like American food. Right. To your point of there were just there was just less types of food around. Yeah. 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 yeah it was just like a I, classic I, American fare or right. whatever. I feel like I remember when Thai food hit. Oh yeah. Yeah. And now you go to like a very small town and there's they'll have sushi restaurants, yeah. they'll have everything. Yes, right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's absolutely like, you know, like we talked about this a few episodes ago. Uh, uh, but yeah, the, just like sushi has gone from a thing that was like this weird, like like exotic food, to now just it's just so mainstream. It's at Walgreens. Culturally, I like pretty offensive the way that they used to portray sushi of like a live fish and it being crazy. Yeah, and it right. was like it, it like if you watch like that movie Gung Ho, the Ron Howard movie, which is about a a Detroit car company that a, a Japanese company comes in and takes it over, and uh-huh. it's like it's wildly offensive. Yeah. I don't know if they specifically reference sushi in that, but they do like they do like make fun of the the Japanese guy for using chopsticks and it's insane that that was like that recently in the 80s that was like a thing where it was like what like what uh use a fork buddy and i gotta say this that it for a kid that did like that's this just shows you that it affects you because i didn't want to eat sushi and then i knew it was raw fish and i would eat sushi and be like this is crazy what is um, this is raw fish is gonna make me sick like I, i i the first time i had sushi i was probably even 12 or something i was probably older but it was that sort of thing where i was like if not even 13 or something and I, I i was definitely like 13 or 14 I yeah think, the first time I, I had it under 10 we were at we went on a trip to hawaii and the first, the first one i had was a was a tamago was an egg sushi and wow. I, I actually loved it and I was, that actually became a because it's like this it's like the, the first time i've ever had like an egg with like a little bit of sweetness to it yeah and mm. it's so fucking delightful and that's how that's actually like that's my sounds like an easter bunny egg an egg with a little bit of sweetness to it <laughs> 
No, I'm not, not talking about something from the movie Hop. I'm talking about a, a, it, it's a very specific flavor, and like it's like a great like either palate cleanser, sushi, or uh, something I'll get at the end of the meal. It's, it's I, I love it still to this day. Nick, we were talking about uh, crabs being in The Exorcist. Yes. Just like in Marvel movies, if you watch after the credits, mm-hmm. uh, you see Pazuzu enter a crab that's walking by on the street, a little... Uh, <laughs> A little sea crab. Yeah. This was worth it. Totally worth it. It was totally worth it. Pazuzu, the demon from The Exorcist. He flies into a, a, a little crab that's walking uh-huh. by. Yeah. It's supposed to set up a sequel that never happens. Did it's, you did you go to The Exorcist, or is Georgetown I, I, too far away? No, no. Georgetown is right there. Okay. I, I definitely did. I mean, I, I am, I am like, uh, David Phillips. You know David Phillips. Yes. Because he's good uh, friend, friend of ours. Friend DP. of the show. Um, we are both very scared of scary movies. Yes. Oh, so wow, in the yeah. writer's room, he works on Brooklyn. Mm. Yeah, Phillips is like cowardly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's a cowardly enough man. I, but that is something that should be said with great admiration. Oh, yeah. Right. I think cowards are survivors. Yes. Sure. I'm, yeah. Hey, you're t- the to- host of Doughboys, also cowards. Yeah, I, could, I characterize myself as a coward. <laughs> yeah. But so I, I didn't watch The Exorcist until way later. And yeah. only because I was like, I believe I was forced to. Right. We reviewed it on here. Nick. We reviewed it fairly recently. At this point, mm-hmm. there, there will be a double either that's already come out. We're going to watch Gremlins. Yes. Did it come out or is it coming out? Uh, schedule-wise, it, well, I mean, it can have come out. All right. Then, it can, then it's just come out. Okay. We'll, 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 we're officially locking this in, this episode that we haven't even recorded yet, but we will have a review of Gremlins and the Doughboys double that will have been out the Tuesday before this episode. I'm afraid of, you're, I'm, I'm, I wonder if you'll be afraid of the Gremlins, if that will be too scary for you. I'm, I can handle scary movies. No scary movie is too scary scary for me but scary video games i cannot handle like i i just like i i have to no shut scary them movie is too scary for i have you? N- no i can i can handle it i like i was too young to watch certain things i was too young to watch the movie Candyman when i saw that for the first time yeah it's like 19 <laughs> but uh, i was too i was too young to watch the candy- that's the one that i remember was just like oh god this is affecting me but um but most scary movies i'm like uh as an adult i can take them in stride because i there's there's enough separation from that for me looking at it through a screen you but are playing it when i'm actually like a character in the game and that character is yeah. in peril that transfers to me and i am terrified i that, can't handle it that's a crazy thing to think of future in the future the just the future of entertainment and like vr headsets it's gonna kill people it's gonna kill people, people are gonna sure. have heart attacks yeah what what games are too scary to play uh, I, the, the first time I remember Bowser, being... Pr- Bowser freaks Nick out. <laughs> Bowser in the, any... in, the orig- in the original Super yeah, Mario Super Brothers. Super Mario Brothers, that whole franchise. The Mario parties are wild. <laughs> How is Donkey Kong based on a man named Don Kong? What did he do? He, he, he worked in New York in the uh, seven. I forget what it was. He worked in New York in the 70s. And he owned like a barrel shop, and, <laughs> and Shigeru Miyamoto came in and he threw a barrel at him or something. It's and online. Th- this is true, right? <laughs> this, this is all is, true. This all based, I, I was just putting in there as like an informational, right? Player. And then <laughs> it wasn't even part of your character reel. You just wanted Lauren to Wait, know oh. about the Don Kong origin. <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be a cross between Don King and Donkey Kong. Oh, I thought that's, that's what the character that's, would be. That's he, he talks with like a New York accent, mm, right? Um, it, the I name mean, does does make you think of Don King a little bit. It now does, that he says yeah. That. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it, it makes sense that it was probably put into the trash. That may the, have been the issue, or the digital trash. Mm, was, I was expecting a Don King impression. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow, that was your Lorne impression. <laughs> did I get? Did I get SNL? It was. It was perfect. Oh, great! All right. <laughs> Wow, you and Armin both have played Lorne now. <laughs> <laughs> Armin was in the the uh, what's it the, called? The, one of the late war. It was uh, the, I, no, no. 
Animal House movie. Yes, yes, yes. A clear and futile, a futile gesture or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. no, this is bad to not remember. <laughs> we, should, we should know the name of the movie our friend is in. <laughs> a clear, something, no. More than one of our friends, Doughboy's guests have been in this a movie. A simple and futile gesture, right? The one with Forte. Yes. A simple and futile gesture. So, I think that's the. I think that's one of the Harrison Ford, uh, Tom Clancy movies. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, yeah, we get a futile and stupid gesture. I think that's it. Oh, that's what it is. A futile and stupid gesture. Took a few tries. Um, so, just to be clear, yes, <laughs> Donkey Kong is not actually based on Donkey Kong. Like no. a fool, oh. I believe the backstory. Wow, wow. So, do you think hmm. that that happened at the SNL audition? That they, they were like they probably just like hmm, this is interesting, and then threw it <laughs> away. <laughs> hmm, this is just these are just facts I could look up on Wikipedia. <laughs> I feel really dumb and dumber for having pointed it out. Right. Well, Mario though is you shouldn't feel you shouldn't feel bad at all after hearing Nick's Lorne impression. <laughs> <laughs> now that's based on the actual Lorne. Or are you doing a Doctor Evil right now? Uh, I'm doing like the guy, like the New York barrel factory worker who Lorne was based on. <laughs> uh, is the is, so Mario is based on a real guy though, and he and that real guy died recently, That's passed right. away recently, yeah. a very private man. But he was the he was the owner of the property, I believe, that the Nintendo of America headquarters were located in, and up in uh, Washington State. Nick, I want to talk about this, but it's almost me- a mean spirited thing that happened. I don't even know if I want the. You can say it, and we can edit it out if it's too mean spirited. Okay, there, th- is it about me? I I, I, did, I don't know if you had any hand in it, but it's about the guy who does the voice for Mario. Oh yes. Did you have anything to do with that or no? I was not involved with with this guy at all. I've never met him. Okay. What is that guy's name? Why can't I remember it? Is it Don or something? Hold on. I got. I I should. Know. This was, used to be a thing I could recall like that, and my brain has just atrophied. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I think it was maybe Bugman. Charles Martinet. Charles Martinet, and they called him up and said they pretended to be an agency and said that we want to do uh, the Wario movie or we want to do the Mario. Someone prank called Charles Martinet. <laughs> yes. One of, was someone in our circle of friends. I was not involved in this. And said we want to do the Wario or Mario <laughs> right. movie. And he they and he was excited. Yeah, of That's, course he yeah. was excited. They're telling a guy. I know. I think it's they're going to make a up. movie using him. But now they are doing the Mario movie, so good for. I'm sure that he's going to do the voice for it. Are you sure? He probably hung up on them when they called him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah fuck you. I've done. This. I've been asked before from the producers of Despicable Me. Yeah, right. <laughs> like the crew response for Bob, Kevin, Stewart, and the gang would possibly do a Mario movie. Are you nervous about that Mario movie, Nick? Or no, um, you're, you're, I think you think it's in the, the best hands it could be in. It's going to be interesting to see what choice they make. I think we'll know from the teaser if it's going to succeed. And I think it will, if the teaser has Mario making like a quip or making mm-hmm. like a joke, then it's going to be like, I don't know. But if it just has Mario going like, woohoo! Yeah, ha, ha, ha. If it just has Mario doing Mario sounds. This, is, this by the way, for the listener, this is terrifying to say. <laughs> <laughs> if it just has Mario doing Mario sounds, like uh-huh. he's known, like they, the way they characterize him in the game, he's kind of pseudo mute. Then I think that will be a, a strong indicator that it might succeed. Um, so, like for you, like Illumination is like a step above like Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Illumination, uh, PTA, and then like Prime Fincher. I think that would kind of be my top three. Um, yeah, I actually had a meeting with Illumination a while ago and never went anywhere, but it was a thrill to be over there. I just went in there and I was just, I just fanboyed all, all over. Now you know how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Illumination. <laughs> um, 
So uh, uh, beyond uh, beyond growing up in D.C., beyond Maryland, you have some food service experience you were telling at the restaurant you uh, at the restaurant we ate at today. You worked at a place called Mr. Bartlett's Burgers. Did Mr. I get Bartley's name? Burgers. Bartley's Burgers. I think I it was officially, there had two names. One okay. was Mr. Bartley's Burgers, and the other was Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Bartley's Burgers and Salads. Oh, interesting. So That's- I don't know if it started as Mr. Bartley's Burgers, then he got married, and she was like... We should have some salads. <laughs> I also don't know that that's what she sounded like. Right. <laughs> I think she did. I'm she almost probably sure did. They, it was, uh, it was like a really great burger joint. Like uh, juicy pressed uh, burgers. You know, not the kind, sometimes yeah. they'll put a cup over them and they flake up. These were pressed down. I like that. That's like great. a seven ounce burger. And they would have like funny names. For some of their salads and burgers, they had the Dukakis was a small Greek salad. Oh, that's that's cute. That's funny. I think it was actually said in bad spirits. Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) They were not fans. I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't want to impugn them. But I do think they might not have been. There was a guy. I was the cashier. Yes. And uh, so a lot of my job was just checking the checks to make sure that the waitresses and waiters hadn't miscalculated. And then next to me was the sandwich station. And there was a guy who worked there and he was, uh, he would like go clubbing at night. And he was like, he was, uh, he was kind of a big personality. And one day I walked in and where he had normally stood, there was just a chalk outline of two feet. Whoa. And I was like, what happened? And they were like, Roy went out all night last night. And then he fell asleep standing on his feet we drew chalk outlines around his feet and woke him up and fired him. Oh my wow. God. And so there were just these feet. That's like such a fun story. Like we drew chalk outlines around his feet. Oh, that's fun. And then we fired him. Oh no. Yeah, geez. Ah, that's a, a cute little, no, <laughs> right. He's gone. Then we killed him. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, did those That's chalk insane. outlines remain for a while, or they were just sort of like... Yeah, they were like a sad test. It was like poetic as they slowly got wiped away by the feet of his successor. Wow, wow. And his memory disappeared from Mr. and Mrs. Bartley's Burgers and Salads. I should put a chalk outline of you against the wall there, Nick. <laughs> a wishful, <laughs> w- wishful thinking? Yeah, or I'll just wait until I put the real chalk line of you on, on the ground. <laughs> Either way, you're envisioning me dying in your apartment in Palmerston. Yeah, at some point. God, what a nightmare. We, neither of us have fallen asleep during the podcast yet, so that's a plus. I mean, I think a lot of listeners have. <laughs> I think it's a very common sleep aid. <laughs> that's terrifying to think of people falling asleep to this. Right. And then waking up to like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you being like, minions aren't whatever, you, whatever dumb <laughs> shit we're talking about. I had a nightmare about two chubby idiots yelling at me. Minions are strong. That's what they wake up to. Us mm. arguing over. Oh, now you have to think about this for real. I, think, I mean, minions. I are- think I think probably for their body weight, they're pretty strong. I think they got oh kind of like kind of ant strength. Yeah, I think they're pretty strong. That makes sense. Yeah. Now you turned it into a real thing. You loser. I don't care if minions are strong. All right, but they're probably strong though. <laughs> I know you don't care, but I'm just saying they probably are. In fact, you can probably point to some. Scene, I can probably point to some scenes in the movies where they demonstrate their strength. Jesus! All right, we'll make it a double at some point. <laughs> okay, <laughs> minion strength scenes. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I just I'm looking. Our Patreon just got canceled. They don't usually have a policy of doing that. But they shut us down. After, Too much after, money. After, after, <laughs> after one year to start to one of our Patreon episodes is about minion strength. That's, um, that sounds about right. If I had to guess what a year in would be. Um, so Mr. Mr. how long were you at Mr. Bartley's burgers and salads? Uh, uh, it was a summer job. Just, just a summer, summer job. Summer. Yeah. 
And so, and, and just working hey, what, the cashier, what, what's up? I was going to ask you what, what your, do you have any summer jobs? Did you have any? We've discussed this before. I, okay. I worked at the uh, UCLA library. I worked at the campus uh, library uh, for, library. Oh, actually I said library. I meant bookstore. I worked at the campus bookstore. I was thinking library because there was a textbook store, but uh-huh. that's where I worked. I worked there for a summer and change and I got fired eventually. For what? Um, they just hi- had <laughs> hired too many people and uh, I was not friendly. So that was in, find your own book. Yeah, in a sensible also, customer service position, it was not uh, an asset. When people would buy books from you, all the pages were stuck together. <laughs> Is that true? You think I was cranking it to biology textbooks? Because just flip into like a random page in a, a physics text, reading about a Copernicus, and then blowing a load yes what, are you, what, what is this idea you have of me yes you reading you bland it. text was it was this a co- was this co- were, were you were you when were you working there was this college or high school or college college that's a good that's it seems like a fun it was great i was eating there all the time anyway and yeah. so then it was just free free whatever i wanted what a dream it was a dream it was i, I would have two hamburgers a day and then maybe to be healthy like a half of a chicken Wow, With and none of, none of the salad when they added the salad. You didn't go with any of the no. salad. Yeah, no. it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing to promote salad on there. I right. guess it's good to know they have it, and maybe you'd be like, "Oh, it's it must be good if it's on the sign or something." Mm. But I never ever see that. I never see a place saying like whatever and salads unless it is like a specific salad place. Right? I think the salads were, people like the salads. They were real salads. Yeah, I mean, we are. This is a place that I haven't been to in twenty two years. Is it, is it still open? I think it is. Yeah. Oh wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Hey, you know, listeners out there, if uh, you have some sort of uh, occupation you worked for just this summer, uh, growing up or, or at some point in it, maybe in your, in your college years, hashtag summer job. And, uh, and if, wow, you, if you didn't cool like hashtag. it, if <laughs> you didn't really... like it, hashtag bummer job. Oh, okay. There okay, we go. Yes, good. Very a setup. <laughs> I tried to take it somewhere. Instead of just being very, very uh, on the nose. Um, I told you I, I yes. worked on a garbage truck. That's and I, right. And I saw Tom Brady running the beach in, uh, in Wollaston a couple times. And now you work uh, on a metaphorical garbage truck. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you do on the garbage truck? Uh, it was a city garbage truck. So um, basically, we, start, we, we used to start at 8 a.m. Wait, and how old were you? I was in college. This was uh, my sophomore year of college when I did it. And you were, sorry, riding on the back? I was riding on the back, ah. yeah. And I would ride through South Boston on the back of a garbage truck. It was a real... Uh, it was a dream. A, it was a real Boston-y... It was a Boston movie, but not nothing interesting was happening with me besides that. <laughs> right. They were like, uh, they were like uh, hey, Mitchell's riding on the back of the truck. Uh, install a more powerful engine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A garbage truck that people throw couches into. Uh-huh. <laughs> Needed a more powerful engine to carry me. Yeah, that's what uh, I was saying. Uh, <laughs> they were weighted. They were like weighted barrels. It was because it was most. We would go to parks and we would mm-hmm. get the, we would get all the trash from the parks and stuff. And uh, I I think I've told this story on here, but we we would go to the beach in South Boston and we and you just roll the barrels over and you and the other guy left it up. I was the guy who always went and got it because the other guy was. This guy who was a nice guy, but he was older, and he was also, you know, he he was like not all there, I guess, because he would, right. he would like go through the trash and stuff, and he'd be like, <laughs> and he'd be like, he'd be like, look at this, and he'd find stuff in the trash, and I'd be like, oh, cool, <laughs> like that would that was kind of how the day went, yeah, uh, and then so we so we yeah, and then we went in 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 uh, and there's this place called Sullivan's in 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 South Boston. And we would get our food there. They would give us food for taking uh, their trash, which I probably shouldn't say, but who cares? Uh, and uh, yeah, you, you would go around and, and just get trash from everywhere. But I remember my first day in Boston, in, in South Boston, picking up a bag of trash, and I went and I got pricked. 
Ugh, in my leg, God, and I was like, "Ow!" And they were like, "You can't wear shorts." Like, yeah, Jesus. people throw stuff in the trash, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, this sucks." <laughs> that was my first, my literal first day on a garbage truck. God, that's brutal. Uh, I will, yeah, and I, I never, got, I never went to a doctor since then. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, all that barrel talk you were throwing out there made me think of Don Kong. I, I'm telling you. It was a perfect character. Yeah. So <laughs> I would throw the barrels reality. back after we were done. Oh, uh, no. The barrels were very heavy. You couldn't throw them. It was impossible. But Don right. Kong could. Don, Don Kong probably could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were about to say something, Dan. Uh, I had a summer. So I, I, where I grew up was a block away from the National Institutes of Health. And so a lot of kids, their summer jobs were working in labs. Mm, and oh, I worked wow. in a lab where we did, um, we did research on platelets. And so I would have to get blood bags these bags full of platelets and uh then i'd have to inject them in something and i pricked myself once and that was oh my god that's so scary yeah, terrifying. terrifying with yeah. like a, with with like toxic waste with like no a no, no. This was like, no it was like uh the syringe had touched this these people were all screened right uh but i was obviously incredibly scared oh god yeah that's yeah. crazy yeah, did no, you ever sorry go on i was gonna say no matter what that's the thing you it's, never i've never told anyone that's <laughs> <laughs> Did you, uh, like, like you were working with platelets, did you ever donate platelets? No, it's crazy how you donate platelets. Is that, platelets, is that what you're going to talk about? I've done it a few times, yeah. I used to, I actually did it in college a few. Uh, it's a, the coolest thing. Yeah, it's, but it, it's like, it's a process. They have, to, they basically take all the blood out of your body. And spin it down. And spin it down. And then put it back in. And then put it back in. So you're like, you're like, uh, it's like, a, and it's like a three hour process. So I, it you would know go what? there. Yeah. I should have fucking left you empty, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They forgot to put my blood back in. I was no still problem. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't bat an eye. Uh, no, I, I was there, and and uh, uh, you know, so I would just I would just be sitting there, and you're just lying motionless. They're draining the blood out of your body, and while also putting it back in through. I think the other arm or the same arm. I don't remember I exactly. I feel like it's the other arm. It might be the other arm. And this this was this was like 20 years ago at this point, uh, and. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, I just, like, watch, like, a VHS movie. So I watch, like, Jurassic Park 3 and uh, what's that, the, the Man on the Moon. I watch, like, I watch, like, all these movies while I was donating platelets. And, uh, but the reason I stopped doing it was because twice in a row, uh, and I don't know if it was the nurse's mistake or I twitched, but something happened where I got what's called an intrusion. Jesus where the, the, the needle... Everyone at the table is oh, so grossed out. I can't stand blood. Okay. The needle slides out of your vein. The one that's putting the blood back in your body slides out of your vein and then just goes into the muscle and you don't realize it at first and all the blood just starts going directly into your muscle and your arm like swells up with like a big purple knot in your elbow joint. Nick, every really person painful. here, Dan, Emma... And you song all were just like shaking their head and putting their hands I'm over their heads. Uh, have you, I, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that was that grisly. There's that, there's that sculptor who makes sculpture. He ices his blood and then he makes sculptures out of him. Have you ever seen that? No. I, to look at that, don't Google it. You just That's do not insane. Google artists. Nick, Nick is Googling it ice right now. Blood artist. artists make sculpture out of own ice blood. And there's now a bulge in ice pan. <laughs> you know what? This is weird, and this might be my personalized uh, searches, but it's bringing up actually a. Uh, a Magic the Gathering card. I think this, I think that you one over there. Fucking dork. Okay, this is the one. Oh, this is one of them. I think it doesn't look very red. Usually, it's he doesn't want to look at it, Nick. For, I'm sorry. Yeah. Now I feel like I have. I feel like I've misled you. <laughs> no, I, I mean the ones I've seen is I've seen the the one that that what's it, it's the cover of uh, uh, Metallica's polarizing album Load, and it's a it's a an artist created a, a painting out of his blood and semen mixed together, and it kind of looks like and you know it's one of the, it's a, the, a thing where like um. Of course you love the album load <laughs> <laughs> when they when they ask i don't love the album load uh but the uh 
they they wow. like they like asked Metallica why they put it on there, and they were just like, "It's cool. It looks like flames." Like yeah. they had that was just like a very surface <laughs> level. Okay, this is the thing. It looks like a man's like desiccated like like head. Wow, that's fucked. So he up. just bleed himself, and then it's just. What if that's I pricked myself up. with your platelet blood? Oh man, that would be crazy. You'd probably have something, is my guess. <laughs> did you? Uh, did your personality start to disappear? <laughs> did you become less charismatic and less hireable? Um, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it, it, that was a that was a crazy process. I felt like I was doing some good, and then I just had that happen a couple times. I was just like, this was so painful. I don't want this to how infiltration. Much, it was did, called. Did, did you ever look at intrusions? One? Way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Uh, how much? Can I ask how much you got paid? Was it? Did it? It was wasn't it for money. It was just like a. I would get uh, free movie passes, but you didn't get. They didn't have direct co- uh, cash compensation. But at the time, I get like two free movie passes, and I get to watch a movie. Uh, for donating, and it was just like, oh, I get to go see a movie for free. Two movies. I think you told me that myself. The like giving the the blood platelets. You said that was like the most fun you had in college. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was up there. See either that or playing uh, Smash Brothers by myself. <laughs> <laughs> the multiplayer game, yeah, known as a multiplayer game. I'm playing in solo mode. <laughs> this is the N64 version. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say GameCube version hadn't come out yet, and that came out late. That came out like a, ten years or so later. No, it was a few years later. <laughs> I was still in college when that one came out. Nick, did you ever see on the lab coat Doctor Nosferatu? <laughs> <laughs> Think a Dracula was stealing my blood via this <laughs> platelet thing? It's a possibility. Yeah. It seems like they didn't know what they were doing. I, I don't want to impugn the, the nursing staff there. It's possible <laughs> right. at UCLA Medical Center that it was my fault. But hey, it happened a couple of We days. should talk about crabs because, uh, we, I mean, we should go back to my great joke about Pazuzu going into a crab. But yeah, we'll, that was good. Maybe we'll save that for later. Maybe it could be like maybe his like, claw spun around or something. <laughs> maybe that could be an element. I mean, I think it's a, it, it writes itself. Yeah. But, are you a crab fan? Or are you- yeah, I do like crabs. So yeah. my wife is also from Bethesda, Maryland, and we met in junior high school, and her family ate crabs. Mm-hmm. So I would occasionally have crabs with her family, and they're great. They're a lot of work, so I get yeah. really sick of them really quickly, but like once every seven years. Right. It's it's eatable. You're talking like the Maryland blue crabs. Maryland blue crabs, yeah. By the way, my wife and I met in middle school. Really? And then yeah, we didn't we didn't start dating until after college. My wife and I didn't start dating until after college. Isn't that wild how that happens? But you have a shared upbringing. You have a lot lot in common. You have a I think it's a it's a more common connection than people realize. Now we we kind of had a crush on one another from the time we were about sixteen on that Mm. we would talk about but not act on. Did you have any sort of was there some unrequited sort of uh, sort of like I'd be uh, yeah yeah definitely of course that's like a that's an element of it because you reconnect with someone in adulthood and it's like oh this is someone I always like thought would be cool to hang out with and then it ends up being true. Damn poor Natalie she knew since (laughs) middle school. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Really it was a really sweet story I gotta say I mean also my story. So I'm not saying it was a sweet story for you. It was for both of us. It is a sweet story. Nick, you know I love Natalie and she okay, likes you more than me. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> My parents met and got married in two weeks. Whoa. Full on married. Wow. And they're still married. That's it seems of a d- different generation, yeah, sort of a definitely a different generation. Yeah. I think there were reasons you wanted to get married. It feels like when you watch like the old like like uh, I watched uh, the uh, not, not the Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. Uh, I watched it for the first time this year. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy movie. Um, and I guess a crazy story. But uh, it is that sort of thing of like back, the, like the the whole story is like, I'm going to marry one of these four court, like these four men who are courting me. And I have chosen to marry this one. And they get married. It's a weird thing that like I, I think in 
and back in the day, within a short period of time, people would just get they yeah. would get married. You understand that uh, Dan's parents are not as old as Bram Stoker's Dracula, right? That's I don't not, think his parents are old as Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. <laughs> that was I mean, you didn't choose like a sitcom from the fifties or I was, something. I'm, I'm, I should have chose a sitcom from the sixties or fifties or something. Okay, yes. but I'm saying just back in the day, you would court someone; it would happen. Right. It seems easy. I wish it was still that way. It can be. It can be. Maybe I, think, I think also that was like partly because of the way society was a little more patriarchal, right? There's yeah. Like a little like the women I'm not maybe saying had a little it's bit. a good thing for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it would be good to have that taken care of. For right. Me. Wouldn't it be nice to be married and not have to worry about it? Mitch, you have women falling over themselves oh, Jesus to Christ. make a connection with you and you just won't let anybody in. That's the issue. What the hell is this shit? You have women who would love to be Mrs. Mitchell. You have many, many women who would be interested. The only in Mrs. Mitchell is one, my mom, two, Irma. <laughs> <laughs> Irma is the real Mrs. Mitchell. She answers to that and she will walk on two feet. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe she's possessed by Pazuzu. <laughs> oh, God. Don't. All right. Now we're saying Pazuzu. Just because he's from the, the where Georgetown, from Maryland, doesn't yes. mean we have to say Pazuzu. All right. Now you, yeah. Wait, I the, don't want to say the name anymore. You're, you're humorless about ghosts and your and the safety of your cats. Those are two things. I just merge the two of them. It's uh, true. Um, so uh, 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 a crab fan, it's it's a once in a blue moon sort of thing for you because it's just so much work. Do you? What do you ha- like? How do you prepare it? Or, or how do you? Are you an old bay guy? Do you have any I, sort I of like dipping sauces? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like old bay. Vinegar is good. Malt, oh yeah, malt vinegar. Mm, right. Um, I, I love be, vinegar in general. Huge uh, fan of vinegar. So great. I go yeah. through uh, periods of time where I'll not very frequently, but where I'll dip French fries in vinegar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That actually works out great. The old English way. Is that what I say? <laughs> oh, my, oh my goodness. <laughs> Wow, that was spot on. That's all I got. Goodbye, cheerio. <laughs> oh, no, don't leave. <laughs> hmm, I liked his English character. <laughs> it was very specific. <laughs> the fish and, uh, fish and chips in, in vinegar yeah. is a uh, great comment. That's, that's where great. I picked up on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you did. And you can generalize it. You're right, because that's the only context in which I'll dip fries in vinegar. But why limit yourself? You can do that at any time. It's, it's true. It's true. I, I actually don't have a bottle of vinegar in my house. Which is something that lasts for the it lasts yeah. for a very long time. Right. It's, it's so much. I feel like it's better than having ketchup laying around. I should get a bottle of vin- every, every kitchen deserves a bottle of vinegar. I feel like it. you could have both. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Mitch, you can have condiments in your home. Yeah. Um, have you done? I mean, obviously you have. This is a stupid way to ask, but uh, the Belgian people maybe maybe a Belgian person will come by and visit now. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. oh. Uh, all over there. Oh, Whoa, boy. Help oh, me out, boy. Nick. Sorry. Help me out, Nick. Kind of, it's, like a, it's like they speak but, French, right? It's like a French accent. I could not. Oh, there's no way I could do uh, that. Is uh, Inspector Clouseau? Is that, oh, is, is oh, that yeah, that's Belgian. pretty good. Yeah, okay. that's, that's in the ballpark. Right, anyway, they dip it in, in mayonnaise, I think. <laughs> yes. And that's also good. I do that all the time. Yeah. There's <laughs> actually a, there's a, there's a restaurant in, uh, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, uh, which is a, I know, an obnoxiously hipster, gentrified area now, but there is a restaurant that's really good there called Diner, and they have 
uh, like a house-made mayo that they serve with their fries, wow. and it is like a top five dipping sauce all time for me. Like anytime I go there, I a get huge those mayo fries guy. That, mayo, that house I, mayo. It's so so. I good. don't normally like mayo. I like it in this context. Yes. And then I will say. Thanks to you guys, I went to Top Round, got that incredible chicken sandwich. Oh, hell yeah. And they've got mayo on it. And usually I would scrape it off. Right. I'd be like infuriated. I'd be like, they, they didn't say there was going to be mayo. And then uh, it's great on that sandwich. Yeah. Jordan Morris well. went to that Top Round, did not like the chicken sandwich. He told me. Hmm. I, I, th- I, thought, I thought the chicken sandwich was great. And did you get, did you get the concrete at all? I did not. The, I went with my two daughters, and I felt like it was too much of a treat for them. Yeah, Does that sure. Make, sound like a jerk, but I mean, it was. Uh, no, it, it was like the wrong time of day. It's one of those concretes is like twelve hundred calories. It's insane. Yeah, yeah it yeah. looks amazing. As but a, he, Jordan a, loved the concrete. He, yeah, he, he loved the concrete. It must be interesting to be a parent because you have to like demonstrate self control, which is something that I'm just not like familiar with. Like I just like I'm like I'm like oh I want the concrete I'm gonna get that concrete I don't have to like you know. And have to, to teach this value to another generation or anything like that. Yeah, right. We can teach them about disappointment. You can yeah. eat it in front of them. <laughs> I'm I'm not my family. We eat my growing up family. Right. <laughs> How would you? I, whatever the family with whom my family, um, we would eat very quickly. Oh, okay. And like with no restraint. Right. Yeah. And when my wife came over to my house for the first time, and my parents, they were like, my mom said, "You should eat quickly if you want to eat dinner." Wow. She wasn't like everyone else. Be kind. Yes. And eat slowly. And so I have modeled that behavior to my daughters. And my wife is like, this is horrible what you've done. Like one of my daughters will literally pick a plate up and like shovel the food into her mouth, which I really respect. Yes. Yeah. And I, but I, it's because of me. Well, is, it, is it because like the, you get it done quick and then you're off to other things or we just I it, there's like an animalistic aspect to it. I don't yeah. know. It was I. I my parents were both older siblings, so I don't think it was like a, a younger sibling right. need. But I mean, my parents eat still faster than I, and my brother eats faster than I. I mean, my brother eats so quickly. One time we were at this sushi restaurant, um, Nishimura. Did you ever go there? It's closed now. It was great. Mm-hmm. I've never um, been there. And we, my brother's a big sushi fan, and we went, and my brother wanted to get omakase, which is where the chef gives you right. the pieces, and they were like, we don't have time for that. So my brother said, okay, then we'll have two of everything. Wow. Which was in, like, kind of a baller move. Yes. But, <laughs> um, and they would serve these things on, they're, they're like, they had a surfboard theme. Right. So a surf, they brought out a surfboard after a really long time, like a four-foot-long surfboard, and it just had pieces of sushi lining it. And there was this little French family eating next to us. And my brother and I finished eating the sushi in like six minutes, tops. And we just heard this little French girl go, Mama, ils ont fini? <laughs> and, but that was like, my, my brother's an amazing eater. So, hey, that Belgian accent we were looking for finally emerged in the, the course of that story. <laughs> the little French girl. <laughs> she was doing a Belgian impression. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. 
That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, why is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small? It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. before your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? 
My mom liked her aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now she, my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom the photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Doughboys, here with Dan Gore, this week's chain, Poquito Moss. Now, Dan, you're someone who works in, you've worked in TV writing for a long, long time now, amassed a, a wealth of very, very impressive credits, worked wow. on some awesome shows, uh, including the one you're on now, uh, uh, the one you you, uh, you created. And uh, the uh, uh, Poquito Moss is, well, let, let's just let's oh. take a step back for a second, that writer's rooms, like, like the, the sort of TV industry, a lot of times there is a lunch order or a dinner order that is put in so people can kind of work through that meal and sort right. of keep at it under a deadline. So, okay, so we have a crazy, has Phillips told you about this? Yeah, Phil, David Phillips has told us a little bit about So we have this crazy schedule. lunch situation. So yeah. basically, like, I've been on the same lot for 10 years, uh -huh. and I... I I'm so C sick. Is it C CBS, CBS Radford. Radford. And yeah. I'm so a sick. A great lot, by the way. A great lot. Uh -huh. Great access to a lot of food. You can go over the hill very right. easily. And it's. I feel very bad for the PA who takes the order because it's like he would come in and he would say, hey, how about we go to Artisan Cheese Shop? A great place. A totally great place. And you I've been there just before. see like my whole face fall. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay. And I mean, it was like a thing. And then he'd be like, fuck, now I have to find another place. So right. we, we came up with a system for choosing restaurants that is so incredibly complicated. Uh -huh. It basically, it starts with, we have a, it, should I, do you want to hear about it? It's, I would love to. Okay. Yeah. So we have a hopper, like a lottery ball hopper, mm -hmm. inside of which is uh, uh, a bunch of ping pong balls, each of which has a uh, one of the writer's initials on them. So there's 16 p ping pong balls in it. That, and writers, PAs, writers, assistants. Right. A person raffles, I'll get to who, how that person gets chosen, picks out a ball. That person whom they select, so let's say I get selected, I go up. Now we have a Wheel of Fortune style wheel, which has something like 12 different wedges on it. Uh -huh. Each wedge, there are like eight restaurants. There's a win the pot, which we'll get back to. There's a um, uh, erase and, and write another restaurant, because all the restaurants okay. are written in. All right. right. You spin. Let's say you spin and you get... Uh, <laughs> Um, firehouse subs. Uh -huh. um, if, if everyone wants to go, great, that's it. You move on, menus come out, you have firehouse subs. Most likely, somebody doesn't want it. They can veto. Oh, the wow. first veto is $1 towards the veto pot. Okay. Now, let's say I pick firehouse subs. I'm a big fan of firehouse subs. Uh, Me too. I'm The engineer is great. I don't know if you've had it. I totally recommend it. I don't know what's in the engineer off the top of my head, but I may is have had it Is this based on the, the, pr the movie Prometheus, the engineer sandwich? <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> based on the myth of Prometheus. Yeah. Um, okay, so then to veto the veto to keep the place uh -huh. is $2. Okay. Wow. Now, the vetoes go up exponentially. So to veto the veto of the veto is 4 then 8 then 16, then 32. Oh, now, man. Let's say I let's say you veto my firehouse subs and I don't I don't veto the veto. Nobody vetoes the veto. You then get to come up and spin the spinner. Okay. Whatever place you go to can now be vetoed for two dollars, or you might get a different thing which says spinner's choice, then you have to choose a thing, which is actually like a punishment because it's the worst thing in the world. Right. There's another one. Because people get Wait, mad. Wait, because you, you just choose people get because you hate it. Because it's like it's all the pressure so is much on pressure, you. Yeah. 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 
There's another one, the name of which I'm blanking on, which sends you to a second raffling system. Dear God. That's what happened today. Okay. You spin <laughs> that. That has something like 76 balls in it, each of which is assigned to a different restaurant in the Los Angeles area, and wow. you are locked in. There's no vetoing wow. Wow. that. You can only win the pot on the first spin. Mm-hmm. After that, it just locks in. So there's been examples where somebody spent $32 in order to veto and veto and veto, and then they'll land on the lock. And there, it's like a, it's like in Wheel of Fortune when you get, yeah. you know. Um, the pot, I'm looking at my pictures. I took a picture of this today. The pot is now up to... And this is just from people uh, throwing in veto money. Throwing in veto money. And it never gets that high. Right. Carl Tart, friend of the show. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. Carl. Carl Tart is a spender. He likes to spend. And he, I think, may have once spent 32 or $64 to keep five guys. <laughs> wow. So the pot is currently at $544. Oh, my God. That's insane. What's going to happen insane. with the money? Also, good on you, Carl. Five guys is a solid choice. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Um What's going to happen to the money? We don't. The real question is, what's going to happen if no one pay, no one lands on the veto? Right. Yeah. On the veto pot. Um, there, there is some talk that we will start going in a circle. Now, Phillips never vetoed, so there's a chance Phillips schmuck mm-hmm. could win the veto pot without oh, having put wow. a dollar in. What an asshole! Is he Total wait, asshole. Is asshole he being move. is he being magnanimous in like like I'm not going to veto no, anyone's choice, no, or he's just being no, cheap? No. To be magnanimous would be also to say, like, I think, that, you know, I think that's a good choice for everybody. Right. Instead, no. he's like, nah, I don't like that place. Oh, okay. But he's not going to willing but to he's put not money in for it. He's a veto. coaxer. He's coaxing people on. Wow. Those fucking deli boys. The deli, the deli boys. boys. They're the classic, good. Yeah. He you wants know? everyone else's money. I mean, I don't want to say it's a. <laughs> can, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I pitch something for this game? Yes. Please. Um, it, within that, when you get locked into stuff, you should get locked into bad stuff. There should be like a. We only get to eat broth for lunch. <laughs> well, effectively there is because somebody will put like a fo- a th place on or yes. something, and it'll be summer. And you're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" At one yeah. point, we had three firehouse subs on three different wedges, which really pissed everybody off. <laughs> um, and then the other crazy thing is on Wednesdays, we do Walk Away Wednesday, where we have giant playing cards that have like they're from Dave and Buster's. Yes, somebody Doctor Dave and Buster's playing cards, so that each one has a picture of a different writer on it. They get shuffled and then dealt into four groups. The groups are, there are four people. There's a leader. There is a person who's supposed to come up with conversation topics. Mm -hmm. There's a recapper and a judge. People go out and they, they have lunch for one hour and then they come back. And then there is a recapping session and a judging session. The only stakes are pride, but people have gotten mobile escape rooms. Somebody got, uh, (laughs) somebody got a, uh, a limo, and they went down to Hollywood Boulevard and back. <laughs> I mean, there are people who go and they do not have lunch. Wow! They just, just because to prove there a isn't point. no there. Yeah, just they. There's no time for lunch. Right. This sounds like it sounds almost like a, a like getting your lunch process sounds like jury duty or like doing, yeah right. It's it seems like it takes half the it, it is, does it take a half the day? Uh, if my wife is listening, I'd like to say it does not. <laughs> no, it is like jury duty in that it is. It's miserable. No right. one enjoys any part of it. It is not fun at all. So the other it's day, very hard. It's a very I I I can't relate. I can't relate to this more because I I was the food, I know I can imagine I was the food PA at the Simpsons. Well, yeah, having to make a decision for a, an entire group of people that everyone's going to be not upset with is is very. Difficult. It was basically thirty people, and also it's been at the Fox Lot for thirty years. So the, the so everything they've done everything, and even 
the closest place you can I mean like the furthest place you can think of they've done it they've gotten everything from if, everywhere if you worked on say the Simpsons since season 9 and you've been there for over 20 years at this point or going on 20 years at this point right they're not at season 3 yeah, yet then, then yeah you've, you've, you've gotten very accustomed to the local food and, and I'm sick and tired of it I've gone into rooms being like here's where we're going for lunch and then have like an entire room who, because another room made the decision, an entire room being like, oh, like mad at me. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, this is fucking Sometimes sucks. I'll say, ask the other room what they want if we're in two rooms. Uh-huh. But then, and then they'll come back and then I'll be like, fuck this. No, we can't have this. It's such a crazy thing for a, for an office built to, to, to try to manage to get lunch for 20 people sure. every day. It's, it's insane. By the way, I wonder how many of our listeners are like, I brought a PB and J and some ruffles and <laughs> yeah. meeting in my cubicle. You're fucking having a raffle <laughs> about which which you know, restaurant you're gonna have delivered. To right, you. Writer, writers' rooms in in Hollywood. That is the, a, a plus side is you get you get lunch. Right, but then it is that sort of thing of no, everyone is mad at it. L- long yeah. hours, but but you are compensated in food. And and I, I do think that that the um, I mean obviously people are spending money doing and this is infrequent things yes. like the the limo and stuff like right. that. But the writer's room lunch is also the amount of money we are given for lunch has dropped precipitously every year so that most writer's rooms, it's like, I'm not, again, this is not terrible, but like $12 for a lunch per person. Right. It's not like, I know it sounds like we can go to any restaurant in Los Angeles, but it's not like we're going to Morton's or something like that. $12. Yeah. It doesn't get you what it once did. Yeah, I mean that, that's like that's like you can you talking There's, about firehouse subs. I feel like you get a fire out, you get a combo at firehouse subs. That's twelve dollars. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the the engineer, I looked it up. That's that hot turkey in Swiss. Yeah. That sandwich is a winner. I've it's had that. Great. It's delicious. God, there's a fucking it. there's a firehouse subs in Santa Monica. It's so close to me now. I just want to go all the time. Wait, what it's happened? so good. Did you, did you move? No, I'm still in Santa okay. Monica. But I'm just like, there's a fight. They opened new firehouse subs, like right, right next to the El Pollo Loco. By it's so close, I can walk there. I d- never seen where you live before. I don't know. I can't even imagine. You might live on the ocean. I'd have no idea. I don't live on the ocean. Well, I don't know. We got we have a we have a apartment we're very happy with by the train station. Mm. So, but that's it's not ocean adjacent. I feel like it would be good if you could just walk right into the ocean like you. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to. No, I'm gonna walk in front of a train. <laughs> Like my great great grandfather <laughs> actually did. That's true. Have you told that story? On I think here? I told that story on the podcast. Yeah, I haven't heard it. What happened? Oh, uh, real, real. The, the the short the short of it is that my great great grandfather uh, went to a he went to a political rally and was very distraught afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he was a war veteran. I don't remember exactly. He fought for the Confederacy. He didn't fight for the Confederacy. Come on. <laughs> and if he did, he was a bad man. Uh, but this was this was in Missouri, I think, in the 19th century. And then he was so distraught after this political rally, and he walked in front of a slow moving train, like at the station as it was pulling into the station. And the, the, the but the detail is that a crowd there was like there was like 40 people on the train platform, and the way it was written up in the obituary in the old timey sort of 19th century newspaper language was like was like, as the crowd collectively shouted, no, in unison, he, he stood in front of the slow-moving train as it ran over him, oh. and, and then he, he was just, like, fucking mowed down, and I think died slowly. Yeah, classic Riger move. Just it, a brutal, a brutal suicide. Slow death. Yelling, the South of- will never die. <laughs> <laughs> I disavow his politics if that's the case, for of the record. Of course, we know that. It's a joke, you freak. I'm just saying, I want to be crystal clear. That you're, you can say anything you want about my great great grandfather. I don't know who the hell it was. Probably some asshole. Yeah, it was probably Pazuzu. <laughs> <laughs> Be embarrassing if the train stopped. Yeah, right. Like just like an eighth of the way in. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, uh, so yeah, a very elaborate order ordering system is going on. You've got this like crazy, crazy raffle, and one place you're landing on with some frequency, Pokido Mops. Yes. This week's so chain. especially when we when we edit, when we stay late at night, when I stay late at night, I, I will frequently get Pokido Mops for dinner. I would say yes. Two, three times a week. Wow. That said, mm-hmm. never been there. Wow. So wow. no idea what the place looked so like. So tonight was your maiden voyage to a physical Pokino Mas location. Yes. Wow. We went to the original. So, so we'll get into the meal. We went to the original Pokino Mas, the first one that was ever constructed uh, by the founder. I have his name right here. As I said in the intro, uh, oh, when it you was, say the uh, founder, I think McDonald's. So it's not. <laughs> it's not the McDonald brothers. Kevin McCarney is his name. Kevin McCarney, uh, a, who founded the uh, Pukito Mas, this first location located on Coenga Boulevard, uh, and it's, it's tucked into a little a little strip mall, kind of a modest location. Some of the newer ones are are, are quite a bit bigger. This one doesn't have a lot of tables inside. Um, but I'll say this: their service tonight was, and it generally is, super friendly. And so fast. I was amazed by the speed at which we it got was, our it order. It was blazingly fast. Yeah. So, so fast. Um, uh, let, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get into what we order. We'll start with the, the chips and salsa. Because you just kind of get... the And it's a, a thing I like there, that you get chips... And this, I think, Dan, is your, is your first dine-in experience. You were witnessing this for the first time. But you get chips as you're waiting. Like, they give those to you right away. So you have chips and salsa as you're waiting for your food, which some other places do, but it's a nice detail. The salsa bar, they have a lot of options. Um, I went with the uh, the Verde salsa, and I went with the spicy the it's, it's it's like a bright red salsa that they have there uh and um uh, you know they're both they're both very solid salsas they, they they're really loaded up there i think there's like a half dozen different options you can get across the heat spectrum uh what did you guys think of the, of the chips and salsa i i i i love the chips and salsa yeah. i should give some history on this place please do this this was kind of when i first moved to la started working at the birthday boys house the birthday boys house Birthday Boys in my sketch group. They they lived on. Uh, uh, well, for people who are listening, not I. I, I, I also I, I think thought, everybody who listens knows that. <laughs> <laughs> I say it too much. They 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 lived right up the hill from there. So, me and Jeff Dutton and uh, and sometimes Hanford. We, we'd switch it up, but Dutton a lot of the time we'd go down to that Pequito Mas. Of course, Dutton was a ringleader. He's the fucking coolest. Oh, God, <laughs> Nick is on this thing where he thinks Dutton is cool, which he is. Dutton cool. is cool. He's I mean, a cool guy. He's cool. <sighs> But is the implication cooler than you? Is that the thing? I mean, he He's is definitely cooler that. than well, you. That's fucking 100% cooler than I'm the you. Cool, I'm, the, I'm the coolest in town, Come baby. <laughs> You're a lovable guy, but I wouldn't call, uh, call you cool. That's, Neither of us are cool. No, don't put me in your category. We're different kinds of not cool, but I'm, we're both not cool. Hey, I'm wearing the Pizzeria Regina shirt tonight that I was given a... Uh, that uh, that someone had a live thrown up on stage. It was thrown up on stage at the live show. Oh, I heard you, you know what? I take it back, Mitch. You're wearing a shirt from a pizza parlor <laughs> with a flannel over it. You are a cool guy. I just want to say, from an outside perspective, I think you guys are both super cool. Wow, thanks, Dan. <laughs> that's not that's not a good sign for you. <laughs> I'm gonna say I've never met anyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that makes more that makes more sense. Um, we used to we used to go there a lot, and we would do a chicken burrito, and right. then usually split a steak burrito. Uh, this this so you get one point five burritos. You and Dutton one point five burritos the, with the chips and and you know a paquito from the soda fountain. We get a Pepsi or Diet Pepsi. That this was like my meal when we would work up at the Birthday Boys house, just meeting, yeah, writing sketches. We were there every week. We had a big long Sunday meeting always. This was the meal. This was the go to meal. Yeah, and also in a lot of ways like. My big introduction to burritos. I had burritos before that. Don't get me wrong. I had frozen burritos when I was in high school. And my, but this was like different game. This was this is a non Taco Bell, still fast food chain burrito, but of 
very, very well done burrito. Sure. I love the burrito there. And it made me fall Fantastic. in love with burritos so much more. This, So I, I have a, a big place in my heart for this. A, a, a big, cheesy, you know, carotid artery. <laughs> right, literally. Yeah, big literally. I, there's, there's, there's a spot in my heart uh, for this place. A plug. A plug. <laughs> there's a plug in my heart for this place. A, pl- a thing that will have to be bypassed at one point. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I really, really love this place and was going there like in my 20s once a like like once a week when I was up at the birthday boys house. Oh, so you guys both got the chicken burrito tonight. Yeah, yes. well, just to say about the, yes. the chips. I thought the chips and, and salsa were great. Yes, uh, no. I, I got the green salsa and then I, I got the um on we got that sort of Mitch and I got very similar salsas. I we got a sort of muted red salsa. Yes, the, 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 that you said was usually a darker color. It's usually a darker co- color. There, there, there's and you know what? I can I'll look up the names of these. They're they're very. It's very hard to figure them out. Because there, there's, there's that, the, that one's kind of like a crimson, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Yes. And it's kind of like it's it's like a medium salsa. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, but it's usually it's it's usually a dark, it's like called like an asada salsa or something weird like that. And it's a little viscous. It's a okay. little bit more, um, I I like it when the chips are warm. I didn't yeah. feel like the chips were they weren't warm. too warm tonight. That yeah, said, they are down. a tasty chip. Right. Yes. I think I think Paquito Mas. I love it. I think it is a place where. You can have a good paquito night. You can have a bad, thought, uh, not as good paquito night. I don't want to spoil. Well, I shouldn't say whether we had a good or a bad paquito night. Yeah, but do you? Uh, well, but, uh, I mean, we'll get to it. We'll get to. We it. We will okay, definitely we'll get, get to it. it. Yeah. Uh, is the so so you guys were uh, you guys both got the chicken burrito? Yeah. And then Mitch, that's your go to. Dan, is that your go to as well? That's my go to. I always get a chicken burrito. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how they press the burritos or they fry them or right. stay on the outside. So there's yes. there's like a crispiness. There's they're still soft and uh, malleable the the tortilla right but there's uh, they've been pressed and cooked and it's really got a crunch that just is slightly delicious. grilled yeah yeah grilled man yeah. that's the word I'm looking for the 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 tortilla is just one of the thing with that burrito is just one of the best things about it's it great here's what I think is 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 one of the things in uh, the the check marks in Poquito Mas's pros column yeah they make their tortillas in house they have they a do. tortilla press that you can watch at work uh, this was this was a a thing uh, purportedly invented by the founder the the machine that they use in these locations it's it's uh, it's like his own patented design but yeah they make their flour and corn tortillas in house and you can absolutely taste the difference I mean you, you go to a place you can notice it with even with a taco truck you go to. You go to a taco truck that that is pulling uh, tortillas, corn tortillas out of a bag. It's going to be a different experience for, versus someplace that has fresh corn tortillas, and I, and it's 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 it makes a huge difference here. I've gotten the name. It is called the the salsa. By the way, is an asada salsa. Is okay, what it's called. It's kind of like a darker, almost bl- sometimes it's it's almost black. And this and, was not that. And this, this was, was red tonight. Yeah. Here's another thing with that with with paquito. The salsas will be different. You'll go in there and sometimes, sure, that's a little spicier. The cilantro salsa, which is the salsa verde, sometimes will be a little bit more spicy. Sometimes it won't be spicy at all. I, w- I would still say that's a check mark in the pro column because they're making it in the house. They're yeah. making it. So in- you, yeah. you don't see it as a quality control problem. More as a there's a, each. Uh, salsa maker is an artist on their own right, and they're, yeah. they're changing it up. It's going to be, and also too, just like they're they're going to get different produce in. It'll, right, it might sure. have, you know, they get, they got a slightly slicier, uh, spicier pepper this day, uh, and and that's just going to affect what their their batch they're making. Then yeah. they they have the pico de gallo. They have two two kind of flavor, two different levels of heat in the pico de gallo. Then they have a, uh, a like a fresh medium salsa. And then this other one that's a mild salsa. One of them almost looks like tomato sauce. And yes. then the other one looks like tomato sauce that has little chunks in it. Those are separate even from the two pico de gallos. Right. And those those are the main ones for me. Then there's like a like a spicier salsa that's kind of like a dark red. Mm-hmm. That's like a, this, this spicy salsa. And then there's like 
the the cilantro and onion and a couple other things in there. Well, there's the bright wet red one at the end too, which is also that's what I'm saying. That's a, that's the spicy one. I'm okay. You said now. dark red. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Bright red. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be pedantic. I just want to make sure we're talking about the same oh, thing. Same so. one. Same one. No, right. this is... No. If people can see this, they're staring daggers. I'm not trying... I was seriously not trying to be pedantic. I just want to make sure we're on the same thing. It's page. fine. I'm just going to get my chalk out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I can make that chalk out line. Um, I, I feel like I've heard you guys uh, rail or like uh, like really pan people who like pico de gallo. I feel mm. like is that is that a thing that I've heard before here? I just uh, to me it was like such that beginning salsa of when I got here it's like the it's the classic. I mean, if I go to a restaurant and they got cho- chopped up pico de gallo, I'm going to have it. I just is now as time has gone on, I think it's just kind of a plain option. I, I, it, I it can too, feel like it, a starter salsa at times, although there is a there you can get a very good execution of a of a, of a pico I de like gallo. the little burst of freshness it gives. Yes, sure. That's for what sure. I, I like right. a, so I, I got a little bit of pico de gallo. hundred percent. But I felt very self conscious. <laughs> no, no. Knowing how you felt. No, it's we fine. were we scoffed at you the entire time. I tried to hide it. I really tried to hide it. <laughs> yeah, you should feel self conscious in front of the guy who did Dong Kong and the guy who did a <laughs> Lorne Michaels impression. <laughs> <laughs> two guys whose opinions you should value um but yeah I, I, so and how were the chicken we you know you mentioned the variants of uh some of the uh, a poquito mas you were talking through the salsas mitch and you know that can be affected how were the chicken burritos your go-to's tonight i we can get to it yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll say what the ingredients and in. it's grilled chicken pico de gallo jack cheese guacamole mm-hmm. uh the cheese is a big component so that cheese is like complaining how ucb should pay performers <laughs> That cheese is like kind of uh, railing against uh, Earwolf's policies. What the hell? Talent. Did I get lost in this? Jack Cheese. Oh my God. Dear God. That's so, the bit most inside joke. I shouldn't have said that. Just going to confuse and upset people. I, I, I liked it. All right. Um, Jack, the Jack Cheese is a big component in it. I think I think it's besides their tortilla, Nick. Yes. Uh, this Jack cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is. It is one of. The, it is one of the. I think it's one of the the second most important thing in this burrito. Uh, after I mean, the chicken, you're saying after the the yeah. chicken is important, and sometimes you can get that. This doesn't happen a lot. You can just yeah. get a, you can get a, a burrito some night. Some nights that aren't as good as others. What did you think of it tonight? I thought it was pretty good. Mine was pretty good. Mine was pretty good too, but it's not. It wasn't the best. It, it wasn't the best it's ever the been. Best. Some yep. of the chicken wasn't as tender. I thought yes. I got some 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 hard chicken pieces. Yes, which which is that is when you get bad chicken, it is rare, but right. it happens every single restaurant we go to. And you don't mean rare as like temperature. I don't mean rare temperature. That also right. would be bad. That would be. I'm horrible. saying I'm saying like a chewy chicken right. or like a chicken that's just or not or as like a hard chicken or a hard chicken or a yeah, hard a chewy chicken. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, and hard chewy. chicken chicken that would be the worst of all yeah. but like if you get like especially if you get like kind of gristly or fatty right. pieces can i also say oh sorry you were no no, no i was gonna say i thought having eaten there that the way their delivery or or pickup option is really great it, i don't think it lost that much it, the nor, the my normal experience wasn't didn't feel lesser yeah. because it had been sitting in a car for 15 minutes they 100%. are used to accommodating catering and to go orders and so they have a system down where they have good packaging and they know how to pack things where it's going to travel well absolutely and that that is a, that is another check mark in the pro column this location specifically is just getting bombarded i mean it, it it's it gets probably orders from universal every single night and possibly from cbs radford too just every night yeah universal and, studios will be like uh boy the minions at the despicable we ride are hungry <laughs> yeah can you those t- guys eat a lot and they're you, so strong yeah, they're super strong for their weight 
So they're going to toss a banana in one of the burritos, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, But I I was with you. I thought I thought tonight it was I thought it was okay. I I didn't think it was the best it's ever been. I didn't Mm. think it was the worst it's ever been. I thought it was kind of right in the middle, which for them, I think for the most part, they're usually on the good side. They're usually on the good side. But sometimes like, for instance, for a time they had like a crab taco. They had like a fresh crab taco. And then it wasn't that Pazuzu one. That was what I was was going to say. (laughs) Say that one time I got in the crab was possessed by Pazuzu. That's what I was driving at. They didn't ever have a crab taco. They never had a crab taco. No, I think it made that up. Nick, I believe that too. (laughs) Okay. Good job. Um, We're tricking everyone today. <laughs> so we, uh, we, uh, so you guys got the chicken burrito. I went with the. I don't usually get seafood there, but I went with the shrimp San Lucas uh, Tazone because they do. You know, seafood was part of the, uh, part of their founding, and that was part of what they. You know, the novelty of this chain is that they were one of the places that was bringing uh, the, uh, the 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 Baja California style uh, seafood up across uh, the northern side of the border. Uh, this is uh, a wild caught Pacific shrimp, lightly dusted and pan seared with spicy. Salsa roja. That's the bright red salsa we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, lettuce, black that's beans. A, and that's a pretty spicy salsa. Yeah. White rice, tomatoes. Uh, and um, so you, you got a, you got a bunch of fresh ingredients basically that these these shrimps that look they're like bright red. They're like they're like seared and bright red are sitting on top of. Uh, and um, I think I thought this was really good. I mean, I thought, I thought the shrimp was good quality, especially for like a you know like a like a a, a, a counter service chain. It's it's like a good quality seafood. Well, you um, know what? Well, keep going. Yeah. yeah. I think we're gonna have. A I think we're. Yeah, I think yeah. we're gonna have a similar thought. Yeah. Uh, the, the, at least the ones I had in my bowl. But you yeah. guys got a shrimp taco, which maybe departed from that a little bit. You know, the, the the bowl is just like a bunch of stuff. But I will say it's like be- a better composed dish than the chipotle bowls, which I think are kind of just like a seven layer dip kind of mess. This is more like okay, the yeah. I see the discrete elements here. It's kind of presented in a way where it's a little bit more uh, a, a, a pleasurable to look at uh, as you do eat with your eyes first. Nick, the yours, rice yours, is nice. Yours, yours had like almost like a like a pan Asian kind of a. Yeah. A beautiful presentation. Yes. Yeah, I actually thought it looked great. Right, it, it, it looked it looked lovely and it, it tasted great. Uh, and and I like the I like the the heat on it because I am something of a heat seeker. Um, uh, I I really enjoyed it. Really, really, really high quality. I wasn't sure dish. I was going to get to hear it. And then, and then it happened. I mean, really, it's like I wanted to have a bingo board of things I wanted to hear, and that was one of them. That might have been the center square. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Heat seeker. Uh, I'm from Quincy. <laughs> Bring up Wu Tang. Uh, Wu Tang. Hey, Wu Tang's the man. He, we were talking. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> Look, if the Alexa turns on, now, it's unplugged oh, for this episode. Son of a bitch. Oh, man. Son of Alexa. a bitch. God damn it! It's what if your plug. mom is? What if your mom is calling you? She she might be. She's, yeah, she's probably sitting by the phone. Bitch. <laughs> Move Pazuzu, back. Pazuzu's in the house. <laughs> the crab is there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's standing on a chair <laughs> as the crab Pazuzu is running around. <laughs> we we're we're a lobster. You know what I was gonna say is that I don't I haven't eaten a lot of crab in my life. Lobster and fish for sure and shrimp uh in the New England area, but not a ton of just not a ton of crab. Uh, Emma, you're you're a New Englander. The same for you or no? I don't have crab much in New England, but my dad's from Baltimore. So every time oh, we go to Baltimore, okay. it's like mandatory that we get Can crabs. I ask you something? Does he say Oh, sorry, you were going to say Oh, that. no, 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 you first. How does he say the word EGG? Egg. Because okay, I get a lot of I say egg a lot of the time. Egg, I've yeah. tried to train myself. I get a lot. Of, he, I think it's he, a, like a Baltimore. He used to have the Baltimore accent when he was younger. He said, but he dropped a lot of it when he started working in business because he kept calling people hun. Oh, and that's like not okay. I don't in think that's an accent thing. thing. No, no, but like he he like dropped it. He's lived in New England for. He kept pinching 35. girls on the butt. <laughs> no, no, so he none dropped of the that. Accent. None of that. But he he's lived yeah. in New England for thirty five years now, so he has more of the Boston. Right. Okay. That's kind of thing. I've, there, there's 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 a weird. Do you guys every every? E. It's weird that even just state by state, there's 
weird, terrible accents. Did Wait, you say say, egg? How do you say no. it again? Egg? How do you say it? Egg. Oh, I used to say egg. 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 Like the way egg. you would say bagel minus the b. And bagel. The egg. No. Egg. Yeah. Bagel. Egg. 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 And I would say egg. I guess I say more egg. Tour instead of tour. 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 So if you're talking about Doctor, uh, if you're talking about uh, Sonic's nemesis, you'd say uh, Doctor Robotnik, aka Eggman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's huh. that's yeah. the context you would normally say it. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make you understand it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I can wrap my head around it. I was confused I was, for a second. I was going to ask you quick, quick aside. Yeah. Are you liking you like crab cakes or you like full on crab better? I, I like full on crab. All right, fair mm. enough. Uh, crab cakes are too rich for me. There's, yeah, there's, they there's, are there's, rich. There's, there's, I'll say this: crab cake, crab cakes are one of those foods where um, there's a lot of bad ones. <laughs> like, yeah. like you can get a bad crab cake, and it's bad. I think it's a terrible. mini crab cake could be a good thing. Maybe yeah, sure. I like that. There's some foods are better as mini, and some are worse. Like cake pops are a bad version of cake. I think. Well, also that's the other thing with crab cakes. It's weird to call it a cake. Can yeah, it be, it can't, cake. Uh, I'm just thinking of a cake slash you, pie. Pie. <laughs> I was just waiting for uh, another 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 bingo box checked off. <laughs> this is fan service for one person. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's a dream. It's a dream come true. Crab cakes, aka crab pies, are weird to me in that it shouldn't be like it's uh, this dessert. You know what I mean? Like this this hot. Do you like angel food pie? I don't know what angel. <laughs> what is angel food pie? Uh, angel food cake. Oh, <laughs> that's what he was saying. I didn't even get my own joke. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. But no, I I feel like uh I I feel like when it's a hot dish like that, yes, mm-hmm. that's uh it shouldn't be called cake, right? I think it's fine. All right, fine, whatever. What it it's fine. I think some people are on board with me. I I, I honestly I, I, don't think anyone's on board with that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think like I really think people support almost everything you say. Except this one seems in- insane. It should be it should be a crab uh, crab. Ga- it should be a, a crab patty. I mean, if crab anything, patty. it should be a crab, crab patty. patty. That's great. Patty crab sounds like a character. That's great. That patty crab is perfect. Why not? A crab cake is weird to me. Patty crab, like a SpongeBob supporting character. <laughs> yeah, right sure. in that universe. Um, so uh, you guys had the uh, staying on seafood. I had my we, shrimp bowl, which I joined. You guys each got a a shrimp taco. I found it very disappointing. Oh, I found it very bummer. disappointing as well. And also, what was the issue? You could tell by the the, the shrimp just tasted kind of like not great they, quality. They shrimp. tasted like gro- grocery store shrimp. Oh, yeah, like what like, a like they, they tasted like. I feel like there's a cleaning detergent or something that they used in a mass scale to right. clean shrimp. I feel like your shrimp coated in the red sauce. Yes. It probably disguised some of this taste. But yeah, it had like I think a so. septic taste almost. It was like a, yeah. I think definitely that went some way. I also, I, that, that went a, a long way because this was heavily sauced. Your guys was basically unsauced. And also, I think there was a difference in cooking because I think your guys' yours was broiled uh, and this one was seared. So it yeah. had like a little bit more of a, a texture oh, element. They should they, sh- they should have they should have seared these guys. Yeah. Yours looked so attractive. And then I thought when we opened our packages up, it was like a, it was, it was a sad, it was a sad color combo. It yeah, was like, that's a bummer. Yeah. It was like the color of a Band-Aid, kind of. Yes. I mean, they did not look appetizing. And also... The other thing is, is that they just weren't. They were completely uns. It just tastes unseasoned, and you could yeah. taste the, you could t- you could almost taste like the water. Yes, that right. they were. That's what I'm trying in. to say. Yeah. The, the water that they were cleaned in, or yes. something like the industrial water. Yeah, it felt like you could taste the vein. Yeah, it was. It was oh gross. god, when it, when a shrimp isn't deveined, that's the fucking worst. But it's uh, so disgusting. I'm not sure if they weren't. Deveined. I'm not sure they yeah. weren't. I, I shouldn't cast yeah. aspersions. But I will say that I have encountered that before, and that is a nightmare. It's so yeah, gross. It's yeah, sad. it's so so fucking gross. Even still, it wasn't inedible. I mean, yeah. we both ate them completely. I ate them. I put the I yeah. put the salsa verde on there. 
Armin stands by the sh- he loves the shrimp burrito gets it up there all the time but I wonder which which variant he's getting because yeah. he might be getting the uh, the you know there's the San Lucas versus the uh, the regular shrimp and I think you want the one with the seasoning when we were talking about shrimp yeah they the guys behind the counter put shrimp in a skillet I think it might be a pain in the ass to make is what uh, I was yeah. thinking interesting I think that the burrito to Armin's uh, credit might be better because yeah, then you've sure. got all the other mushy stuff and right. then you've got that nice crisp pop every time you get a, a shrimp and so and the taste is masked yeah, yeah. I wish I wish we would have gone with the if, I wish we had tried the fish tacos because I've never had them there uh-huh. and I've never done the shrimp tacos either but I'm saying in hindsight I was like oh I wish we had just gotten the fish tacos who was instead. the Johnny Appleseed of fish tacos oh boy this was <laughs> fuck I don't know his name off the top of my was head it Rubio? It was, yeah it was the Rubio's guy yeah. uh, Ralph Rubio uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He he kind of a uh, he he you know gives himself some credit. I think I think a lot of these places, uh, aside, obviously aside from the chains, that there are a lot of uh, independent places that did a lot to to, to spread yeah. this. But yeah, he 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 is one of the the pioneers. Um, so uh, speaking, staying on the taco front, the thing that I think helps the taco is that fresh corn tortilla that you're getting. Even though you know maybe I'd I'd, I'd like to have that doubled up, like you know the, the more traditional way. You just get the one corn tortilla. At least I did on my on my potatoes carnitas taco. Uh, but it was a uh, it was it was quality tor- uh, carnitas. It had some pico de gallo just put on there, like uh, behind the counter. I, I plussed it up with a little bit of spicy salsa. Uh, it had some cilantro on there, um, and um, it was a, it, it was good quality carnitas. It, it got a little soggy because it didn't have that second tortilla uh, soaking it up, but it was a good quality meat taco, and I enjoyed uh-huh. it. Uh, we also got the steak quesadilla. Which I thought was a big winner. I, 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 that, that steak quesadilla, was quesadilla great. I've had the steak burrito before, too. The steak quesadilla is great. Yeah. The steak burrito is great. They do great steak there. It's one, one detail in there that, you know, it's not just cheddar. It's not just Jack and Cheddar cheese. It's also got a, uh, a some, some Anaheim chilies in there and some green onions in there. And then you got some guac on the side to, to dip it in. Dan, what did you think of that quesadilla? I, I, I got to that late. Yes. And so it was a little cooler or yeah. colder and a little more congealed. Right. And I have a like a phobia of... The cheese because it gives me the tummy rumblies. Yes, so, there's a oh lot boy. of there's yeah. a lot of the the rumblies. Yeah, the rumblies. the rumblies. Yeah. So I mean, and when we first arrived in your apartment, I had a, a bad case of the rumblies. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Has it has it gone or are you? Still- it's it's gone. It's <laughs> been sucked back into my body. <laughs> do you ever try like a lactate or anything? Does that do anything for you? Uh, yeah. You mean like the pill you can? Yeah, take? the pill you can take in advance. Um, I have tried that, but I think you have to take it with your first bite or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I I, it, I and I also feel like it comes and it goes. Right. But um, there's a lot of cheese in that in that in the yeah. in that in the quesadilla. But the quesadilla is normally pretty great. Yeah, it, it, right. the taste was great, and I thought yeah. the the guac was good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I and Nick, we also got that's it as far as food, right? I was gonna say with all my food, I just use the the salsa verde, <laughs> the cilantro to to yeah. pour on the food, and then I use the chips for all the other salsas, which I'm just dipping and trying different. But salsa verde. For almost every single thing I eat, the salsa there. verde there is great. It's, it's, really, it's really, really good, and I think it goes really well with the burrito, the chicken burrito, and it goes really well with the steak quesadilla. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed because when you said with all the food, I just I used. I thought you were going to say the bathroom, and so little came out. I, this, I finished a sentence in my head. That's also true. Uh, there, you know, what? I will say this. Speaking of bathrooms, this happens almost every time I'm in a piquito mas. They they like mop the floor with like a bleachy substance that happened tonight when we were there. It always happens. Can I, can I, it, is a very, it was a very strong smell within it the restaurant. Always, yeah. Very, very strong. It I hate always that smell. happens. Yeah. It always happens. I hate the smell of a college cafeteria, like the cleaning area. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes a restaurant will have that. I recently was at a restaurant. This is a very brief aside. And, uh, I had a very upset stomach. 
I ran into their bathroom, closed sounds, the door. <laughs> I was waiting for a while. Sounds like we have a lot in common, by the way. Soulmates. <laughs> and uh, a guy, like in a, 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 like a workman's outfit, walked out of the bathroom as I walked in and kind of gave me a look like, what are you doing? But I thought he was, I thought he was embarrassed. He had, I thought right. he maybe he'd made a smell. Not what had happened. I found out after really, really using the bathroom, I turned around to flush it. The entire handle was gone. Wow. The back was off of the toilet. Oh, my God. And so he was the plumber fixing oh the toilet. Oh, my God. His, what are you, the fuck are you doing is... That's insane. And I'm sure in his head, he's like, should I stop him? And then he saw the determined look on my face and was like, nah, it's on him. Wow. So I had to reach into the bowl and pull up the the plunger myself. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, but in, like, no, <laughs> into yeah. the tank. In the tank, yeah. <laughs> okay. Not into the bowl. You were said the way, that's yeah. still bad. Yeah, the way yeah. you said it into the bowl, I was thinking of something else you're pulling out. It was just like, what a nightmare. But yeah, just, uh, just pulling out the plunger like within the train is fine. <laughs> that, that I, I, within the tank is fine. Yeah. I told the story when, when I worked on... Mitch, you're rattling the mic a little bit. I think you're riled up, you're holding the mic. Sorry. It's all right. We're just God. picking it up in the cans. God, I, I thought you were going to tell the story about getting sick just now. I, 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 the, 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 oh, no, no, no. The, the, I mean, the, the hand, no, I won't say that again. You were so proud of it. I, I was not. <laughs> I, I, told, I, I told Nick that I would only tell it if the show was going bad. I didn't even think the show was really going that bad. I thought it was a great show. Great I, had, show. I, had, I, had, I had to say it. Mitch, we were eating shit up there. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. When I, when I, we when needed I, that story. I was, I was a PA on a, it's like this low budget movie. The, one of the guys from, uh, Sex in the City was in it, like one of the like a just painting a picture for everyone. Is that Sex in the City music? I think so. Emma's not along. Oh my god! Um, and I would never want it. There was one bathroom on set. Nightmare. That's a nightmare scenario. I never would want to use it. So I had a stomach problem. I think I might have told you this, Nick. I went to Burger King. Yeah, and the men's bathroom was out of order. It just wasn't open. There was tape across it. Right. And there was a handicapped bathroom that was uh, men and women. Yeah. And I was like, I got to use this. I feel bad. It's the handicapped restaurant. Uh, I'm sorry. The handicapped. I think you're allowed to use them. Yeah. Uh, Handicapped bathroom. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, then it makes no sense what I did later. But I I used the bathroom. And as soon as I sat down, someone started knocking on the door. That's the Uh, worst. The fucking uh, And I was in there for 10 minutes. So I said. In my head, I was like, I got to make it seem like there's something wrong. So I left the bathroom and I was limping. So I left the bathroom and I just had this limp on and I was limping out of the bathroom like I, like I had a bad leg. Tiny Tim style. The Tiny Tim style. And the lady was, the, there was a, a little nice sweet old lady. Yeah. She, said, she said, hold on. And I said, yeah. And she said, help me. And she wanted help into the bathroom. Wow. I dropped the act completely. Yeah, I just gave up. I just walked normal, and I was like, "I'm busted," and I just walked normal. That was your Kaiser gotcha. Sose moment. That was my Kaiser Sose moment. But I gave it up. I walked her into the bathroom, and she went, "Ugh, it stinks in here." And then I left. It fucking sucked. I mean, this woman was an asshole. She was being really rude. It's very presumptuous to ask for help into a restroom, and then to compl- and then to get help from that person, and then complain about what they did. She said, "Oh, it's st- it stinks." Yeah, and I was. I mean, that I, woman left, was very rude. I left a place to not have any issues. And yeah. This is what happened. And I gave a, and also uh, there was another re- the woman's room was open. Yeah. I don't know if it was open. There must have been someone in there, but she she was using the other restaurant for a reason. But I, I, I literally was limping. And this woman was a Sex in the City cast member. <laughs> 
<laughs> Meanwhile, Big was on the west side <laughs> waiting for his new date while I was outside a Burger King bathroom while a man with a limp was stinking it up. I'll call him Big as well for other reasons. <laughs> what he left in the toilet. <laughs> and his resemblance to Big the Cat. Gave up the, gave up the limp immediately. Did wow. you say anything? Did you, were you like, okay. Oh, that's over. <laughs> what a nightmare. That that's a horrible. Jesus Christ. That's amazing. That's thought, on her. I, that's I, her fault. I, I think that was back in the day where I thought like you needed to have some ailment to but I should have now I mean I was 22. Yeah, I think it's like it's handicapped fine. optional. You, 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 it's you, optional. You were trying to cover something. By the way, just a weird detail. This I'd never seen this sign before in a restroom, but the restroom in the Poquito Moss uh has a above a light switch. Thank you for assistance in keeping this restroom clean. We endeavor to keep our restrooms clean at all time. If for any reason you feel this room requires further attention, please flip this switch up. Have you ever encountered that? That's, yeah. No, that's no. so weird. So you have a you have like basically a, a like a like a, a, a like the way you would call a flight attendant on uh, sitting from your seat. You could have, do that for the restroom. That, that, so like that old lady could have flipped it. Yeah, <laughs> and gone, the smell. Yeah. <laughs> she told me it was it was a very very embarrassing for something I wasn't over at. Right and now I'm over that a little bit yeah. more. But <laughs> did, did you have to help her? Onto the, I didn't have to have one. She, 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 she did have trouble. Like she was older. Did right. she drop the act? <laughs> <laughs> she was young. She it turns out yeah. she was twenty five or so. Uh, no, it was a uh, just a you know what a, a meat cute. Yeah. <laughs> In the long line of uh, embarrassment, that is my life. That right. was another moment that was embarrassing and. Um, Why did God put me on the planet, etc.? <laughs> right. We, we ask that question every day. Uh, we also got the uh, the Aguas Frescas, which is a new thing they, they added the Paquito Moss. It's a various uh, house-made juices. Um, uh, should not we exactly say, should juices. Should we say what kind we got? I, I went with melon. Pineapple. Watermelon. Um, what did you guys think? I, th- I thought the melon, the generic melon was fine. It was like, you know, it's, it's, it's like slightly fruity. Uh, it's not yeah. particularly, was it not sweet? particularly sweet. I mean, it's oh. just, just a little bit of sweetness. It's just, just a tinge of sweetness. Um, but yeah, definitely refreshing, which it was trying. I, I thought it was fine. I, uh, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was nice. I yeah. usually go with like a diet Pepsi or if I'm being bad, a diet Pepsi or a regular Pepsi from the fountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Coke products better, but they, sure. I like a fountain soda. So they, they do, they also have the, the glass bottles of Coke. Right. Uh, I thought it was a nice change of pace. I liked it. I, it was good. It wasn't like one of the best Agua Frescas that I'd ever have. Agu- sure. Agua Fresca, right? Am I saying correctly? Agua Fresca singular. Yeah. Okay. Agua, Agua Fresca. Fresca. Well, uh, plural. Okay, and also neither of us is pronouncing it correctly. All right, but we're it's doing not, our best. It's so it you, but you pluralize both the both, yeah. side, both sides of it. It's I not like attorneys general, right? Correct. Um, I got the watermelon. I thought the watermelon was good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be a little too pulpy or a little right. too like it can separate. It was it was not separated at all. Yep. I don't know if that speaks to it being less freshly made. Mm-hmm. But it was good. It was if it was not freshly made, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought I thought they were I thought they were nice. They worked. They yeah. were they were they were completely. Solid. I would have loved a dessert option. I mean, yeah. I know that that's not necessarily a thing that you would get yeah, at a did, restaurant like that, but it could have been nice. Does Paquito never have any? They, I guess they don't. I huh? don't think they have. I've never seen it on their menu. You'd think that maybe they'd have a couple options in the cold case just sitting there, a piece of Tres Leches cake or something. But yeah, they, they don't seem to have anything. Yeah. But hey, you know, they, they do it. They have, they have their menu and then they execute that. Um, uh, well, let's get to our final thoughts on Paquito Mas. Uh, so here's how this worked. Daniel, you listen to the podcast, uh, but just a refresher. We'll each go around, sort of give a summation of our experiences on this visit and previous visits, and then give it a rating from zero to five forks. Uh, you are our guest. Your first Poquito Moss in-person visit, Dan. We'll begin with you. Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> so my history with the place is starting about a year and a half ago, I began eating 
their uh, burritos about two, three times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're very dependable, really good. Yes. Um, and I, I think you can have a healthy option. I think you can take the cheese off of that burrito and it mm-hmm. becomes healthier and less delicious. Yes. There's, uh, they have the veggie grill burrito, which if, you, if you're not going to get cheese or whatever, the veggie grill burrito, it seems like a good option. It has sure. like a bunch of fresh vegetables in there, which you can get. And it's like a, it seems like a healthier option. The yeah. healthiest thing I think you can get there is the, they have the, the nature's Power. grill protein plate, which yeah, is just like plate. a bunch of, a bunch of grilled veggies and, and your choice of protein. Um, and I thought, and I thought what you got looked delicious. It was great. Um, and I might order it the next time. Although with our shrimp experience, it might be a looks better. I mean, but you really maybe, enjoyed it. Or go, go with I, another yeah. protein. Maybe a different yeah. protein for that to zone. Good point. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, and uh, I really enjoyed the restaurant. Uh, the experience, I agree with you. The service was really good. It was really fast. If anything, it was too fast. But I don't think you can say that about a, a fast food restaurant. It's yeah. not like they expected us to stay there for a long fastest time. Fastest food has ever been served to me at that restaurant ever. It, 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 that was the fastest food's ever come out. Right. Because we had a big order. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I felt like once we got to the, from the salsa bar back to the seat, they were already placing the burritos. So it, was it was kind crazy. of amazing. It was amazing. Um, really efficient place. Yeah. Well run. Um, I like this. I like the bathroom switch, which I didn't even know about. Makes me think it's a fascinating detail. <laughs> clean. I wonder where the light is on the other end of that I switch. Know. It must be in the kitchen, right? Well, that's gross to think of. It is weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so I think that it's a solid place. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't feel like it is exceptional. Like, uh-huh. I don't feel like it's Ooh. not like I would go out of my way. Again, part of this may be because I go there so frequently. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that said, I know that we are judging it based on its own context sure um the shrimp knocked it down uh maybe three full times for me wow well two full times two full times wow gosh the we're scared i mean look on your face we're both scared but i want you to be i want you to be truthful i thought it was pretty good i thought the whole thing was pretty good i'm gonna give it three forks three forks and three tines three forks three tines I mean, am I in the same ballpark as you guys? Yeah. I think it's, I honestly, I want I know you make the guests go first. And every time you do that, I'm like, poor guest. I, I, Are we I, putting I, them on the spot? I, but I, I think that's I, our I, best chance of getting an honest evaluation. I like, that's, I, that's true. That I, I, true. I like, I like, I like, I like that you said what you said. Yes, I will now I say it, this place does hold a, it holds a special place in my heart. Nick, you said this, this is the first one and there's a no, is this the one that has the no photographs one in it or no? it, there, there was a time, it looks like it's been taken down, but there was a time when they had like a no paparazzi policy that was very explicit on a sign outside. You saw Conan there one time. Not at that location. Oh, so I'm at a different one. Th- this, this location, I, again, it has a spot in my heart because it's where I used to go mm-hmm. all the time. There's a little window where you can see them making their tortillas in the window and, and, and it's, and that's pretty great. Um, uh, I I I I love it, and I will say this: every time I'm in there, there is that weird. There's that cleaning thing. <laughs> like I feel like that's happened to me multiple times, where they start cleaning and it smells like bleach and one under the restaurant. Sure, I picked up from this restaurant one time, and I got a I got a, a studio plate, Nick, which is we that we didn't talk too much about those, but they're also kind of like another healthy option with a little bit of rice, a protein, a salad, similar and, to and the zone, just composed in a different way. And uh, there, I told you this: there was a little bug on the and I've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. There was a little bug on the side of the container one time, and I don't know if it was a little roach or a little whatever. It was tiny. Yeah. Um, and you, eat, you threw it out. I ate it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, in uh, not Beetlejuice. Um, and 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 I still love that place so much that I went back 
again, not even that much longer afterwards. Right. And I don't, I mean, we also have talked about this. That's the only time I've ever seen anything gross like that. I do think that the, the, the quality goes up and down. Uh-huh. I think if you're going to eat in there, like we did tonight, there was there one next to NBC. There one close to NBC uh, on uh, uh, Nick. We used to go there. What? Where, what it's, on oh, it's on Olive. It's on, it's, it's on Barham, right? I think it's on Olive. It's on Olive. Yeah. Okay, but that that one is we're like, getting very very granular with sure, LA. Sure, but I'm saying that, there, there's another, there's another location sure. nearby there that's a good sit down version of it. Right. Better than what we have. Like, there's only a few tables, and the rest of the tables are really outside. Uh huh. And it's too cold to sit outside right now in LA. It's you know fifty something degrees at night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I, the chicken burrito there, I love so much. Uh, the steak quesadilla and steak burritos, I love. I think what they do, they do great. I can't help. I'm I I have to give this place five forks. It's, five forks. It's, wow. It is, Jesus. It is, it is. What it, about the what about the shrimp? The shrimp was not great tonight, but I know I've had a. I know that that shrimp burrito is good. The shrimp tonight, I should not get. I am purely rating this based on my experience with it. It is one of the best fast food, uh, casual casual fast food Mexican sure. restaurants that there that there is in in L.A. Don't I think I think your rating was great. I knew we wouldn't be in the hand holding club, <laughs> but it, it feels like we're in the flicking each other off club. No, at not point. at all. No, I, I, no. I, I worry. I, okay, it, we are we it, are though we are far enough outside the threshold for even ballpark buds. So it's uh, it's you know Nick Jesus. I'm just saying. Wait, can I ask you a question about yeah. the Golden Plate Club? Yeah. I mean, right now we're averaging golden plate, or is it a th- minimum four threshold? Fork minimum. That's okay. Four fork minimum. Yeah. That's no, this a, is not getting I, in. I just want to say, uh, hold on. Uh, you know, uh, there, is, there might be a reassessment afterwards. Let's see. Let's you don't. See what you don't have to retcon your review. Is, is, I want you to. I is, want you to is, stick your guns. Pissed off. No, I'm. I'm just saying the truth. I'm saying the what our rules are. Four fork minimum with an average oh, of four forks. Oh, this is so much harder than people think. I, it's just, it's insane. Are don't, going- don't feel responsibility, but it's totally fine. You should, I, 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 it, uh, Hey Nick. It, yes. Get the chalk. <laughs> oh no. No. I'll just walk out to see. Uh, here's what I'll say about Pokino Moss. This is, uh, first of all, this, lo- this chain, this, the size it is, it makes their lives a little easier. They don't have mm-hmm. to scale things nationwide. They are local to LA. I believe they have 11 locations. It's a lot easier to maintain a, 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 a same level of quality across 11 locations, all in the same county versus across, you know, a thousand locations across the country. Uh-huh. So, you know, you have to consider that. That said, the Poquito Mas in Santa Monica, which is where I saw Conan, um, <laughs> that Poquito Mas. Right across the street from a Fuddruckers. Yeah. A, a couple years ago, shut down. Used to be my go-to. I go wow. to that Pequino Moss all the time. That's a bummer. You know what replaced it? A Chipotle. And you know what? That was a major downgrade. And I'm a guy who likes Chipotle. Yeah. But that is a several steps down from Pequino Moss. That's a huge bummer. But Chipotle is not in the same. Cl- it's not in the same class. It's not even anywhere close to the same class as yeah. Pequino Moss. There is there are absolutely better Mexican food in L.A., in Southern California, obviously, if you go south of the border. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so, like, they, there is definitely better Mexican food out there. But for this approachable chain version uh, mm-hmm. that is in areas where maybe this really great taqueria or really great taco truck isn't, mm-hmm. if for that execution, for, for that kind of, of Mexican food, and with some options that are decidedly targeted towards being healthier, as opposed to, like, a cabeza taco that you might get off a truck, uh, Poquito Mas is great at what it does. And 
How much of a step down is it from Paquito Moss <laughs> to Chipotle? How much is that downgrade? To me, that's a two-fork downgrade. Wow. Where, where do I put Chipotle? Three forks. Oh, my God. By definition, Paquito Moss. <laughs> oh, my God. A five-fork restaurant. <laughs> Mucho Moss, I say. Yeah, I don't want right. a little more. I want a lot more. Oh, my God. First of all. So uh, just outside the, pl- the the Golden Plate Club, not in the Handholding Club, not in the Ballpark Buds, but, you know. that's Far uh, away friends? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be far away friends on this one. Uh, can I just say, for yes. a place that is called Paquito Moss, yeah. and I, I believe earlier I said I wanted a little more, yeah. I wanted dessert. And uh, when it came to that, they were no moss. That, that's, that's true. true. That's true. And there was like no there, 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 no brew dogs, no alcoholic beverages at this one either. Which is no. That said, I hate that I am the one responsible for keeping it out of the Golden Plate Club. Uh, Dan, I love it because you are sticking to your guns. You are proving. Nick is now looking at me for this. No, I think it's. I think this is great because I change right. my scores for the audience. You do that all the time. Yeah, I know. I don't stick by my guns. <laughs> yeah, no, you pander. You pander desperately. Dan, we will not make you walk into the ocean, and if you do, look out for those gross paquito shrimps in there. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and the bazuzu crab. Bazuzu crab. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. scariest of all. <laughs> and the corpse of Don Kong. <laughs> That's how he died? Yeah, he's floating to sea. I didn't write that part of it yet. (laughs) Um, I want to also say that just a shout out to the salsas, the best, I think some of the best salsas in the, in the, in, at least in the, in, in Mexican fast food or, or cash fast casual. Yeah. The best best in the game. Kind of what else is in this sector? You, you've got like your, your Rubio's, which we reviewed recently, which I really like. You've got a, you've got La Salsa, you got Baja Fresh. Um, I think it is Wahoos. The, I think I think it's the best salsa bar of any of these. I think it is absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, that was our review of Poquito <laughs> Mas. It's time for a segment. We got a bunch of chips, and we're going to eat them all. It's another edition of Chips Inhale Rescue Rangers. Bag too big, no bag too small. When you got chips, just call Ch 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 Chips Inhale. Rescue Rangers, ch ch chips inhale every flavor. You know it never fails once we're involved. Somehow these chips will eat them all. Mitch, you may have noticed that the oh, TBD God. lyrics that I used to uh, have nothing for has now been filled in with the line every flavor. That was courtesy of Aldrin, a.k.a. at Acorn Nio, wow. uh, on Twitter, uh, who submitted that back in August, which was the last time we did this segment. Nick, we just found out, we, we just remembered that we have to do the breadcast. Yeah, we had a little stop down while I grabbed the, grabbed the ox cord and remembered we're going to go guest on Joe Saunders' breadcast, <laughs> which will have already come out in December, you sound sad. right after this. I mean, yeah, no, I'm excited. I like Saunders. Saunders is a good guy. He's a good guy. But it's we're just a, it's, it's late at night, and we've got to do one These more thing. These last few weeks have been brutal. I it has been brutal. I feel bad. I look bad. It's a bad... Uh, no, you know, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you look great. Dan, you don't, have to, you don't have to say that, and you don't have to retcon your... <laughs> <laughs> your your review of Pukito Moss. <laughs> uh, Joe Saunders, a writer's assistant on the pilot of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Whoa, oh, that's cool. Hey, cool. the fans are tweeting over and over again. They want to know when Kyle Murphy's coming back and how many episode arc it is. Uh, we're we're working on a multi episode arc, <laughs> but we're thinking of recasting. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, look. Also, I Ethan th- Supley. Is it going to be Supley who comes in and takes over as uh, Kyle Murphy? It's uh, we're in preliminary talks <laughs> with Ryan Gosling. Whoa. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, very different type. Um, we we thought I thought it would be a Bruce Valanche or a uh, or I don't know a, a mound uh, the, of clay uh, Muppet, Muppet Christmas present. <laughs> um, you have an outtake. The, the bloopers and outtakes are finally coming out eventually. The first season is coming out soon, I think. Uh, 
and after we launch, and uh, the rest of them are coming out. There's in the gag reel. You have a, such a funny improv where you were singing a song. Do I you remember. Was, I remember, and I it was an insane. I won't spoil it, but but I, it was like I was singing. I was like, "What am I singing?" And it was one of those situations. And you also clearly realize that, and then cover for it in a very funny way. I guess <laughs> by not talking about exactly what it was, this is a waste of time. But it's no. Great. But that's. I, but I I, I I was Neil Campbell told me to. Is it okay if I say what it was? Yeah, I think so. Neil Campbell told me to uh, rap, like freestyle rap, but just do it to the tune of Mary Had a Little Lamb. Uh-huh. So I was, I started rapping and I got to the part and I was like, Kyle's got a little girl. <laughs> and then like in my head, I was like, that's weird. And I was yeah. like, little girl, little girl. I was like, Kyle's got a little girl, but like, but she is, is of age. Like that is, <laughs> that's the way I, I had to rap the second part that she was of age. You were also alone in the car. You're driving alone. So you just see this panicked look. It was like all so real. Didn't know cameras were rolling. This is just a candid moment. This, and, and, and and go ahead, improvise for a second, and of course, no, nothing <laughs> that can be used on television. Instantly to pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's your gag, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, this character could play well at 1235. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, ten to, the 10 to 1 slot yeah, maybe a good yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if, uh, if there's ever a chance, could you put a mugshot of Nick up in the uh, the in the precinct of Oh boy! Somewhere, somewhere around the just uh, on the top ten most wanted list or something next to Whitey Bulger. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to say uh, most handsome perps. Whoa! What a compliment. <laughs> oh, this sucks, Dan. You're coming back next week. Uh, so we've got these Lay's chips that we got back when they were doing the Taste of America. Uh, the, the, this Taste of America promotion, which was back in, I believe. Uh, July and summer of this year. Nick, when got, was that? Nick, you got me to get these. We uh, got these, and, and then you, we just you, never had them. You sent got them. They sat on my table. Yes, for six months now, just about. And they've expired. The date, the sell by date <laughs> was twenty five September twenty eighteen. However, quick, quick exp- expiration for chips. Huh? Yeah. However, Dan's, uh, you know, Dan's family uh, being work, having a background in food, and him having some knowledge of it, he said that there was nothing to worry about. So we're going to go ahead and eat them. Oh. They might be a little stale. There so. is a sticker that says guaranteed fresh okay great oh i mean guaranteed fre- fresh until printed date uh or the snacks on us we are well it looks like there's the still some it looks it looks like there's some air still left in there yeah well yeah. i'm gonna open these up and we can Ooh. circulate the first one we've got is a chili con queso and then we've also got a wavy I mean, west coast truffle fries which i'm going to open up they won't go bad i feel like i don't think they'll go bad but they might be a little stale and we've also got a wavy bacon wrapped jalapeno popper by the way apologies to anyone with miso misophonia is that what it is misophonia uh, we've, we, which we've learned about. People are very upset by crinkling paper, crinkling wrappers, or crunching. Uh, all of these things are, are, take, are taking place right now, so our apologies. I'm going to go ahead, and I, this is the first one I've had. I'm having the, uh, the bacon, uh, what, what's, the, what's the full flavor on that one? Bacon-wrapped jalapeno popper. Bacon-wrapped jalapeno popper I'm about to put in right now. This is another wavy chip. I've just I've eaten the I've eaten the Seems chili. a little stale. I've eaten the chili con queso. Oh really? I thought the chili con were, quesos weren't stale at all. That, was that the first one you and yeah. I ate? Yeah, I didn't think they were that stale. Uh, maybe a further down in the bag. The chili con queso one is fine. Yeah, I did that wavy one was maybe a little stale. But I oh. feel like is there a chance the flavors have degraded? They Could all be. taste very similar to me. A little muted. Chili con queso is just a little bit spicy. And Mitch, I need there's there's one more I need to have the truffle fries one you're holding. The truffle Definitely fries not, is being sent over. I'm not here. getting a big truffle taste from this. Yeah, I got, I got a little bit, but the, the fake. You, you could try try it again. See if see if I, maybe I, maybe I need more of them. I'm getting a little bit. 
I mean, it's definitely like a truffle oil. Of course it would be. It's like I mean, don't listen truffle. to me. I only gave the place 3.75 <laughs> You spoke your truth, and that's what's important. That's what we value more than anything on this podcast. I have a least favorite one. Tell by, me. By far. Yeah. My least favorite one is the bacon-wrapped jalapeno popper. Mm. Mm-hmm. The fake bacon taste is, is gnarly. I think I agree with you. That's the one that tasted stale to me. Um, and it's also, I, you know, and, and, you know, again, maybe there's some flavor degradation. Uh, but it, I, I just thought it was, it was a pretty unpleasant oh, I hate bite. It. I hate it. Yeah, it, it, it tastes very artificial. And also, like, what and are that, they trying these, to do? These, these, this is the, this is a bacon wrapped jalapeno popper is awesome. That's, the, the, I would love to have that on a little, uh, like a little app tray. I just get pissed off by these compound flavors. Mm. Like, have a bacon jalapeno chip. That would work. It doesn't have to be bacon wrapped jalapeno popper. That starts sounding like Franken food. Get the bacon out of there. That sucks. The bacon one sucks. Simplify it to some... Take take two things away. Huge whack. Yeah. The chili con queso is the best of them, I think. That one's a lot... Yeah, I mean, that one's great. The, just the little bit of spice there goes a long way. Chili con Definitely queso. I give a snack to if that was an actual chip, I'd be fine if that was a Best texture, yeah. And then... The trouble ones, I give a soft, soft snack to. Yeah, they're fine. A gentle whack or a <laughs> a soft, a soft. This does, this doesn't even get a soft whack. It gets, no. this gets a hard whack. Yeah, <laughs> this is the hardest. Is, just to be clear, the hard whack is a bad thing. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a wiger, a wiger level whack here. <laughs> like I'm just really vigorous, like putting my shoulder into it. Jesus, Garrett, Jesus two hander. <laughs> um, yes, the uh, the chili con queso. I fully agree. That's that's the one that actually works. And I think also too, it just being an actual lays instead of the lays wavy, which does not not even close to a ruffle in terms of a of a ridge chip. Um, the, the the lays wavy doesn't really work. The the chili con queso is a much much better texture and, and crispness to it. Wait, wait, wait. Who 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 won the flip? Can you look up who won? Or Emma can look it up. By the way, in that drop that. Was was from the Bachelorette, right, Emma? That you looked yeah. up from the, my my drop earlier in the show. Oh, interesting. Uh, but did one of these flavors win? If I hope of these three, I, I hope the chili con queso won. I think there are other flavors in the Taste of America that we weren't able to get our hands on, and that's part of the reason because they were only available in super, certain regions, and that's uh-huh. part of the reason we never ate these. Is the wavy a subgenre of the lays in general? Are there lays wavies? Yes, there yeah. are. Okay, yeah. and those are the ridged ones. That's yeah, what you're saying. and they fucking. Blow ruffles are so much better. Also, are I better. don't like the font. I think it's a font that clashes with the other font. Font looks the like font is shit. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it looks like the font I would choose in high school that like made the the it made the the words a little bit bigger. So like it would. <laughs> so if I had a twelve page assignment, right? Did I ever tell you that that I in high school I wrote. I had a 12-page book report due, and I wrote the first page and the last page, uh, just a paragraph. And uh, I was walking to uh, my English class, and I set up a thing with Wu-Tang and Micus. And Micus knocked my books out of my hand, and then uh-huh. Wu-Tang kicked him across the hall. And I went up to my teacher, and I was like, I had my report. This is insane. Yeah. But I was like, they kicked it, and there's only the first and last page. <laughs> and he, wow. And he was like, Okay. He said, yeah, he gave me an extra day. Wow. And the extra day was like through a weekend. And then that Monday, I still don't think I did it. <laughs> <laughs> you, it was tough. You gave yourself a last page you had to write to. I know. I, I, I know. I had to finish it like in the same exact way. I have the opposite story, which is I got a Mac like a, like what or an Apple. We had like an Apple IIe and yeah. it had different fonts on it. And this was like in sixth grade. I used my parents' Apple IIe and we had to write a book about like Dickens or something. Yeah. And I used the old English font. And I handed That's, it in, and I was like so proud of it. And then someone was like, "Look at that fucking dork! He wrote it in old English." <laughs> wow! Oh, did you do your homework? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, that old English character could play at twelve thirty-five. Obsessed with twelve thirty-five. I mean, that's when he puts up his favorite sketches. Um, 
Well, that was uh, that was Chips and Hale Rescue Rangers, just like a restaurant with all your feedback. Also, hey, the feedback. good thing with that report, you didn't ask Weiger any questions about Dickens. The guy doesn't know shit about Dickens. Hey, I got Marley confused with Bob Cratchit. Yeah. I You're going to rewatch it this year. Yeah, I know. I, I, I <laughs> like that your reference isn't the book. <laughs> the movie. You, you got to rewatch the Muppet, the Muppet version. <laughs> Don't know shit about that book. You should rewatch the Muppet movie. <laughs> uh, let's listen to this voicemail that came to the audio feedback. Hey, Doughboys. It's Lizzie from Des Moines. Um, I just went through the Taco Bell drive-thru, and I had a question yeah. for you about organization of drive-thru menus mm-hmm. and placement of drive-thru menus. So this one I was just at, the menu isn't even until past the speaker where you order. So how am I supposed to know what I want to get unless I pre-planned? Also, I love a cheesy uh, Fiesta potato, and I don't even know where that exists on the menu anymore. But I ordered it, and it was there. So question for you is, what are some really confusing drive-thru menus, and what do you like to see in a drive-thru menu? Thanks. Bye. Do you think she went well, through thanks, the, the drive-thru backwards? <laughs> <laughs> There's a good chance she went to the dri- she went through the drive-thru backwards. Um, that's an insane <laughs> setup. If that's what you experience, that the menu is after the speaker. That's that's insane. Makes no sense. Dan, are you? I know you. You you're very conscious of what you eat. Are you much of a drive-thru guy? I am not. Not at all. Yeah. Do you, Do you ever use a drive-thru? I I I, uh, I mean, like growing up and in college and everything on like a road trip. I mean, I would, right. this still wouldn't be a drive-thru. This would be like a rest stop. The whole reason to do a road trip was to eat McDonald's oh, because I just did not have McDonald's ever. No. So do you? We have, found we found our reasons up in Ithaca to just go yeah. every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, uh, have you have you ever experienced an odd menu situation, or do you have any menu preferences when you're going through the drive-through? As rare an occasion as that is for you, I uh, I mean this I I I couldn't. I couldn't speak to it, but I would say that this sounds like an insane situation. It makes no sense. It's, yeah. it's like effectively, you might as well have turned the menu around, right? Uh, or written it in a too small a font. That yeah. would annoy me. But I'm just making situations <laughs> up. Uh, what about you? Uh, for me, I think the thing that helps a lot is having a little teaser menu way before you like like you're going you're rounding that corner and maybe the queue is a little backed up you got a little teaser menu there that so maybe just got some combos on it uh-huh. so you can sort of like pre-plan like you know with some of the more popular items you can sort of pre-plan okay i know if i'm if i'm panicked i can at least get like a number three and yeah. I, I i'm gonna get those those you know two combo burritos uh and the fries and and a drink and i know i'll at least be content with that um but ideally you want the full menu you know, you know where you can where it's within sight before you have to get up there and order. Like you, like when you're when you pull up to the speaker and the menu's right there, and that's the first time you got a chance to look at it. That becomes a bottleneck, and yeah. and it's also just like a such a stressful situation. I feel like I never get exactly what I order because I'm compromising with myself to just get it out in time. I don't know what about you, Mitch? Nick, I, there's a solution to this. Yes, and, we've, and, and it, look, the Doughboys can't be bought, but we've talked about this, so people are going to think this is branded in some way. It's not branded content. We can't be bought. Doughboys can't be bought. Uh, well, we could. Um, if, if yeah. Yeah, buy a quip toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> um, the McDonald's app and the Taco Bell app are great workarounds for this stuff. You don't even have to worry about that damn menu. Some of these places have real. Some of these chains are very good apps now. But I got to point the finger at our places, Nick. I'm not Ta- referring to potato skins. I mean apps on your phone. Oh Jesus! Sorry. Continue, Mitch. <laughs> uh, Look, we all agree that was worth it. Please continue. <laughs> Um, that's up there with my Pazuzu crab story. Um, I, 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 I 
think that if you do the apps, you don't even have to worry about that stuff. But the two places that I point the finger at yes. are two of our favorites. It's Del Taco and Taco Bell. Well, I'm realizing we had a very similar discussion on a recent episode, didn't we? No, th- this is okay. I'm saying and this is different because I'm saying these the two menus yes. at both those places, there's just so much stuff on there right. that it's hard to see. Like, Because sometimes you want something new. You want to be surprised right. by something. And McDonald's kind of has this bad, too, where I'm like, what is your featured sandwich or whatever? Yes. Wendy's puts that featured sandwich right at the top. Then they give you all their classics, right? When you get up to the, right yeah, up to right. The they do a great job with it. Yeah, the Wendy's actually usually that, that that layout is actually usually pretty and ideal. McDonald's, like I, I got like a regular, just like the regular fried chicken sandwich from McDonald's recently, and I got it through the app, and it was amazing. And I, I never even see that on the menu. Like it's, it's just hidden on that big menu. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Del Taco and Taco Bell. It's just there's so much stuff. When I go to Del, when I go to Taco Bell, I want to get uh, the loaded griller, and then, uh, and then at Del Taco, it's chicken rollers. I can never even find them on the menu. Where to where to find them? They're, yeah, it's just tough. There's so there's so much stuff at both of them that it's it's hard. You just have to know that like at the back of your hand. Yeah, you have, you have to you have to yeah you have to kind of have a. I mean, with with both of them, they're usually long wait, especially yeah. Del Taco. So um, let us know out there your thoughts on 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 drive throughs. Hashtag drive do's or hashtag drive don'ts. Hmm. Mm. Are we sure about that? Yeah, we're sure about it. I think that worked on both sides. 3.75 again. <laughs> Not sure I can be trusted. But. 3.75, if you, were, if you were rating our show, would be, I'd say, too high. Yeah, way too high. <laughs> well, it depends what it's out of, obviously. But, uh, I mean, for me, it, it would be out of a 3.25. Oh, wow. Yeah. What an endorsement. That's too nice. Uh, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Go ahead, Mitch. Nick, I know we were just talking about how we can't be bought. Yes. But my, fan, my friend Fresh... He, You're rattling the mic again. My friend Fresh... Yes. Over Thanksgiving break, so this is a Your while Your friend ago, Fresh? He goes by Fresh. This, it, is, a, this is a Quincy friend? This is... This is a, his, his friends call me Fresh, and I consider him a friend now. Uh, he's a Quincy... Yeah, he, he lives in the, in the Massachusetts area. He has this Instagram account called Boston Vintage Fresh. What is your life? And he... You got a friend named <laughs> Fresh. And he came by and he gave me a, a, a North Quincy High School sweatshirt uh, over the break. And it was very nice. Boston Vintage Fresh. Check it out. I've been meaning to say that for a while. A good dude, Fresh. Check it out. That's all I want to say. Well, there you go. Yeah, we uh, can't be bought. Hey, a little plug for that. And hey, a little plug... For our guest, uh, uh, Dan Gore, thank you so much for joining us. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, your show, uh, as this episode's out January 10th, your, the new season premieres tonight, is that correct? Tonight on NBC for the first time. Wow. Hell yeah. That's thank- awesome. I, and I just want to say thank you guys so much for having me. I, I, I know that I said it a bunch, but this is like a dream come true. The that, pleasure is all ours. I could be hit by a very slow-moving train <laughs> and, and be very happy. <laughs> Man, Someone needs to. Someone needs to say to you, "Dream big" at some point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is my biggest dream. You, 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 you created a hilarious, funny, hilariously funny show. Thank you for coming and spending time with us. Yeah, yeah. Thrilled to have Brooklyn Nine Nine in the NBC family. <laughs> oh, wow, Lord. Yeah, that's a high Thank praise. Thank you so much. Praise I Pope. think that we should put it at twelve thirty. I can do a Lauren Michaels. <laughs> it should be on at twelve thirty. <laughs> Why am I doing it bad now? You infected me. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> Should I start doing a Dong Kong? <laughs> no. Why, why are you designed to act all of a sudden? What's <laughs> I don't know. Here? I can't do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have, Nick should be on as a, 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 in, in a jail cell at some point as an extra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you, for, thank you for coming. Thank you, Dan. Uh, thank and you for so much. for listening to this nonsense. We appreciate it. God bless you. My pleasure. You. 
And hey, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Happy 2019. We'll see you next time. Until then, for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weicker. Happy eating. See ya. What's up, Burger Brigade? Hey, Spoon Nation. The Doughboys are coming to you live in 2019. See us in San Francisco at the San Francisco Sketch Fest on January 18th. In Saskatoon, Saskatchewan at Winterruption on January 26th. And in Portland, Oregon at Listen Up Portland on February 16th. For tickets and info, go to headgum.com slash live. Do it. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>